reports of faces, empty eyes. Oh, nothing new. Season schemes of time makers offer up the flu. Am I beast or am I human or am I just like you? What's going on? How are you? How you doing? Welcome back. How's your feet, boys? How how's them hamburger feet? How them blisters treating you? You gotta earn those. You gotta earn those blisters, baby. That shit ain't free. Tomorrow's the day. Terminator Top, Robo Top, Warrant Officer James Top finishes his epic quest tomorrow afternoon. From Vancouver, the Terry Fox statue in downtown Vancouver, to the War Memorial in Ottawa. On foot, all day, every day, rain or shine, rucksack. Fight me. Get close. We're getting close, guys. Here we go. Here we go. Oh my goodness. Here we're doing this again. Doing it again, again. 100, 251 times, we're doing it again. <laughs> it's a mess. It's nothing. It's nothing but a mess. Haley Lonigan says, Happy James Top Eve. Oh my God. He has a holiday. There's a holiday. Top day. Better than Canada Day because it's the, it comes first. June 30th. June 30th is now another official holiday in Dagalon. Obviously, um, I've, I hope you guys, you guys are keeping track, right? Because I'm not. I am not at all. I'm assuming CRJ is on top of it. Uh, Dag Day, D-Day, whatever day that was. I think that was January. Was it the 15th or the 25th? Something like that. Now we've got Top Day. June 30th. <laughs> Every year. <laughs> And every year we, we do the we do the race where all kinds of guys line up at the Terry Fox statue in Vancouver and try to see who can get here the fastest. Many lives are claimed in this pursuit. This is not a joke. Ba- a bear ate a guy on season two, right in the Rocky Mountains. Just took him right off the road, ate him, just like that. Sounds like a that that sounds that sounds very much like a sporting. I mean, listen, these guys are willing to risk it. They're crazy, right? So let's let them do it. And it's super amusing. And it's a great and honorable uh, thing to do to pay homage to the, the guy that started it all and, and did it all. It's amazing. It's so imp- I can't even. I can't. Oh, man. What a moment tomorrow is going to be. Like, this is the most. Th- this is like, I don't, I don't know what to. When is the last time we actually had someone that, that we could. You know, nationally, and not not like a bullshit reason. Like, oh, Sidney Crosby's really great at hockey. Yeah, he is. Good for him. 
He's also a fucking millionaire and he's famous and he does whatever, you know, and it's, he plays hockey. So, I mean, that doesn't, those guys don't, I mean, something, something that is exclusively from, from your people and your culture. And it's just so impressive that, you know, the rest of the world's jealous. You're like, that's our guy. <laughs> Fuck you. He put on a rucksack from Vancouver to March off just to make a point. And that is like a daily flogging. I can't, I mean, God damn it. <laughs> It's beyond, it's beyond, it's, it's in a realm of darkness that I can only peer down the hallway into and go, oh my God, who do you think lives down there? Strange, strong, dangerous men live down there. <laughs> Don't venture down that way, boy. Okay, I won't. Man, those guys are fucking insane. Yep. That's dedication. That's, those are serious guys that are, that are willing to do that kind of thing. And, you know, at personal risk. Um, you know, his career, um, all of that reputation, the media smear and all that kind of stuff. And for what, and, and for what guarantee of victory, this is another thing that really drives me crazy about these armchair, uh, couch commando court, Facebook general fucking people that like always want to criticize everybody. They always want to act like, uh, you know, they're somehow really, I mean, you just don't even know how brilliant I am. Like I've been saying we should do this for blah, blah, blah. I, I don't care because only a very few amount of people actually are, you know, really putting themselves out there and trying. And for you to do anything at all but support that person 100% is fucking ridiculous. That's like the hundreds of us huddled in a cave, like who's going to go fight the bear one at a time. And then one guy's like, I'll do it. And you're like, fuck you. You probably won't even win. Like, what are you doing? Let's hope that he does. For some reason, that's what we were forced to do. We're captured by aliens. We live in a cave and they make us fight a bear one at a time. You would obviously hope the guy wins, right? Because then now we don't have to worry about the fucking bear anymore. So it's just it's just petty ego, jealousy, nonsense. I have no problem at all, like, saying how impressed and amazed I am. It's amazing. The DSS Evidence. <laughs> Good ship name. It says, Dear Rage, I have been enjoying an extraordinary 24 hours almost as though a white-bearded heavenly father Care deeply about continually including magic in my day. Stoked there's a rage cast. Cheers to you. Cheers to all quality, literally honklers and hotlers here tonight. Long live Diagon. That is a quality super chat. That was well done. That was impressive. I enjoyed reading that one. Good. For, thank you. <laughs> Lynn, thank you very much. Says uh, Commander DSSFYMM reporting to Mass Corporal Rage from Dark Camp Eagle. At Camp Eagle, who's out there? I think there's a few. Going dark, but you're doing great, kid. You're doing great. Thank you very much. Yeah, so are you guys. Thank you guys are it's amazing. Chris Jason, thank you very much, man. He says, Good thing my wife's credit card is platinum. <laughs> I she's gonna be when your statement comes in in the first week of next month, she's gonna be really mad. She's gonna be really mad, dude. <laughs> thank you very much, dude. I appreciate it. Um Blue Taco says this evening every year, if you've rucked enough. James Top will come to your house and yell at you while he makes you do PT. <laughs> yes. And you want that to happen because you're like, this is a fucking privilege. You call that a push-up? You make me want to fucking kill myself. That isn't a push I want to die just being here. You're pathetic. I fucking hate you. More. More, you weak bitch. Come on. Come on, you fucking bitch. <laughs> and you're just like, yeah. <laughs> Every normal person is like, what's wrong with these men? And they're like, we're in the infantry. We're crazy. You don't, we're gone in the head. Like the Mefloquine did stuff to us. And, the, you know, just the monotony of it all. There is definitely something in that cleaning. Boy, CLP? Are you fucking telling me? Day one. Here's a brand new war story. It's not even really a war story. It's just, 
I, I can't be the only one that's had this happen to. Brand new in the brand new Army Reserves. I'm like 16. I'm like a I'm like a I'm a little baby. And for, they're like, yeah, we gotta. I think I, I think we we're just cleaning a pile of rifles or something. And um, so I'm doing this all day, like seven straight out, eight hours, a full day of just cleaning weapons with my bare hands. And you get all that gun oil, the CLP all over it. And it just felt bad. And I was like looking around. I'm like, is it, a, is this safe? Like, I don't, is it, this shit's not like toxic, is it? And they're like, no. I was like, okay. Oh, it's super fucking toxic. Actually. It's incredibly carcinogenic, horribly bad. And is, is definitely soaked up by your hands. Uh, I looked it up later. Don't do not want clean guns and CLP with your hands. It's a terrible idea. Um, and on top of that, uh, after the next couple of days, as I was, you know, still doing BMQ or whatever it was, the skin on not just my fingertips, but almost all the way down all of my fingers just peeled off and my thumbs. So for like, from, from here, <laughs> there, it looked like I had someone else's fingers on. They were a completely different color. It was fu- because they just, the skin just melted off. I'm like, fuck, Mackenzie, was wrong with your hands? I'm like, I told you, I don't know, that stuff hurt me. <laughs> No, it didn't happen to anybody else. Not that I know of, but uh, it happened to me. And I don't, I don't think that it's, uh, I don't think it's good for you. So, um, yeah, we need, we need holidays. We need James Top's version of, of Santa Claus, which is really just him coming to yell at you. And <laughs> God, it's awesome. Uh, BC Vigan, thank you. Says finally on for a live show. I missed uh, a few broadcasts. Accept my humble offerings. Till Valhalla, I accept your penance. <laughs> thank you. Godzilla Unchained says breaking. Oh, boy. The Biden administration's hastily erected Yellowstone Park FEMA tent abortion camp <laughs> suffered a setback today when it was destroyed by a roaming band of grizzly bears. More than 1,200 newly hired DHS abortionists and camp guards still remain missing. Those are hungry bears. 1,200 people. What is this, like, Ghost in the Darkness? You ever see that movie with the, the lions? Val Kilmer? <laughs> Speaking of mannequins. Gary, what do you mean, where's Colbert? You don't keep up. There's a picture of him right there, all right? He had to grow up. He had to move out. He's, you know, he's right there. We went over this. Catch up. <laughs> he's like, fucking mind's blowing. He doesn't know what's going on. And Synthetic C-17 says, of everyone, uh, new Rage Stage is looking top. Nice. Well done. Says, good job, Morgan and Dan. Top day. June 30 is the new Canada Day. Fight me. <laughs> Looking forward to seeing it live stream. I'm just, I bet, and and I mean, this is the last one. I'm not doing. I'm not streaming again until next week because Friday's Canada Day, and I'm going to be busy being a terrorist. I've got I've got bridges to destroy, airline planes to hijack and shoot down. I've got water water supplies to poison. Um, fuck, what else? Um, I'm going to mail anthrax to people. Um, um. Uh, offensive memes. Uh, I might drive by and roll my window down and tell tell an obviously obese person that they're fat. You know, stuff like that. I'm going to be busy Canada Day, so that's what I'm going to be doing. And uh, I'm, I'm not going to be back in, until Monday. So tomorrow's the day, boys. Unbelievable. And I I don't know what they have planned. I don't know how it went. And I just hope it whatever how it goes. It's it's as it's as good or better than you could have hoped or expected. That's. That's the best I can hope for. If it were me, though, the last so many, whatever it is, 100 meters, you know, because he, he's got people going with him all the way right to the end. But the last 100 meters, it should be no one goes any further. And he only goes on alone. 
and dead, and everyone is just dead silent. No, nothing. You can hear a fucking bird chirping. <laughs> and just until he gets to the, and then he puts his hand on the fucking cenotaph. And then everybody fucking blows up like he just won the goddamn Super Bowl. Oh, my soul gets stronger just fucking thinking about a moment like that. Doesn't yours? Oh my God. What an achievement. What a Canadian achievement. What a just glorious day. Another glorious day in Daglon. That we have guys like that. They exist and they do things like this. This is fucking incredible. So, I don't know about you. I'm about to have I'm about to have a good time. <laughs> you coming? Just says, leave a beer under the tree, and James Top will come and give you a maple leaf. If you don't, then the Prime Minister will come and make you wear blackface. Yeah, I don't, I wouldn't want to see him for any reason, let alone, you know, more than nothing. Just seeing that he exists is kind of offensive to me. I'm just like, oh no, really? Is that a person? Is that a real guy? That's not a real guy, is it? Oh, for f fuck's sakes. Real, really? These are the kinds that we're making people like this now? Oh, my God. I Things are going down. I mean, there was a basement, right? We had an agreement. We had an agreement. The 90s was like no more dumber than... Like George W. Bush. We had a... F we had a fucking deal, universe. We got George W. Bush, and everyone was like, okay, that's enough. That's enough. No, 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 no. Okay. We're, we're, we're willing to put up with some dumb people in, in charge, but this guy, I mean, he's making up words, he's drunk, he doesn't know where the feet is, he doesn't know what's going on. I'm, this is insulting to all of us, really, all of us on planet Earth. Even the Iraqis, yes, we would really like to not be bombed by this guy. We, we prefer the old George Bush. I don't know why he started out Indian, but... Bring it back here. <laughs> now it's Japanese, Japanese. Bring it back here, George Bush Sr. No one was a fan of that guy. <laughs> but now they don't care. He's a, it doesn't matter. And But we, we went significantly dumb from there. The universe uh, tricked us. It tricked everybody. It's like, okay, we're going back now. Now we're going to uh, get Obama. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, he seems... Re no, he was even... <laughs> Great. Who's in charge over there? Who do you guys got? A literal camel? Just a camel. You're not even you're not even putting people in charge anymore. That you care that little. Yeah, we're not we're not doing much better over here. We've got people that you wouldn't even believe are human beings. They're that fucking stupid. You can't. You, you'd think they're mannequins or something. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, Chris Jason again. Thank you very much, man. You're a maniac. He says here's Friday's donation. My brother from another mother. Mother. And yeah, I check the mail 
wife can't find out. Imagine kind of weird, weird, uh, weird situation. Can't fetch situation is this. He's just like, I'm just with you for your credit card so I can pay this guy on the internet. <laughs> Run this scam to the end, and then he's going to move on to the next woman. Interesting, interesting strategy. Whatever works, man. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> Hellboy Glock says, I'm, I'm not. Am I not a terrifying one-eyed terrorist depth perception needed? Oh, you've only got one eye. Yeah, well, suicide bombing could be your thing. I mean, just kidding. Don't make terrorism. I want to. I want to. Now, this is a weird story. Um, For a number of reasons. Uh, I just... Anyway, you heard about this? Two guys dead, six police officers wounded in a gunfight at a bank robbery in British Columbia yesterday. <laughs> uh, was Robert De Niro there? Like, what was, <laughs> what was, was Al Pacino there? Apparently, th- um, three of the, uh, some of the police officers are, are in serious condition, undergoing surgery. Okay. Um, whatever. Uh, it didn't really get picked up on any more than a lot of people are saying a lot of, there's a lot of weird, wacky, weird nonsense about this, this whole thing. And, um, not least of which one of them was, uh, <laughs> these photos, which I don't really, I don't know, but he, he allegedly here, I mean, you got this, this is one of the photos that someone took and here you can see this guy's fucking has casually, he's having a smoke and that guy's checking out that guy's dick over there with the beard. And these, these, both of these guys are checking out some chick on the street. And this chick over here is checking out him going, why is he looking at that guy's dick? I'm a, at least I'm a woman. Why is he? And he's, you know, so there's a whole, whole bunch of people just not really paying, you know, doing anything. And then over here, you've got what appears to be a mannequin. <laughs> I, he may not be a mannequin. It, I mean, people look weird when they're dead, guys. I'm telling you from experience. They don't look right. Often, they're very pale sometimes. The blood, just, there's no blood in them anymore. It's all leaked out. But this guy, I don't, I don't, I mean, I, you know, it, uh, anyway, that's, that was one thing. And then later, curiously, on the actual uh, news report from Global, they, they did this. So now there's a, they put their tape up. They secure the scene. I don't know what this is. This wasn't there before, was it? And now there's blood trails that weren't there a minute ago or hours ago. And they've obviously blurred the face out of the mannequin, <laughs> whatever that is. And there seems to be as though there's a second, uh, a second rifle there all of a sudden. So here's the first picture. Maybe she's blocking it. I can't quite tell. And then the second. Oh, shit. Oh, won't let me. Go. No. I have to I have to do it manually, apparently. And then the second one, this one happened. So I, I don't know what to make of this. And um some of the It's not really a shock a lot of these guys get shot because they're whatever they were thought they were doing um was not 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 go, not great. Um some of it was actually caught on video, and here you can see uh this part here, this guy, this guy's um, filming it from his car, and these guys are all kind of huddled around, stacked up around the corner, and you're going to see this guy here is a cop here on the left and a cop on the right, and they're going to kind of charge forward at this at somebody that is shooting at them, presumably, and then the rest of them, well, the canine guy gets right in there too, and then the rest of them 
kind of pretend like they're going to go for it, and then they like hang back and let these guys take all the risk. <laughs> That's what it looks like to me. I'm going to check it out. At least he's running towards the gunfire. I'll give him that. Good. Good for you. That's what you're supposed to do. That's another thing that they like... They act like it's so, so, so heroic to just do their job. Oh my it's like, God. There's, tw there's like 20 of you, right? Like... You're supposed to run. When there's people shooting in the streets and you're a police officer, you're supposed to run towards it. So here you go. <laughs> These guys are reacting in the car. They're like, holy fuck, boys. You fuck a bank robbery right across the street like that. We got to get the fuck out of here. No, Ricky. It was fucked. Um, these two guys, they sprint right up there again, the canine thing. You, you'll see what I mean. And these, these other guys just kind of hang back here. And these two guys are just out in the open, not behind cover at all. Just casually, like, one arm, like, like, trying to shoot around corners like he's in this fucking movie. It's, it's ugly. It's not, it's not good to watch. I used to do this for a living. This was my after action, you know? Uh, uh, not, uh. Anyway. Oh my god, Holy dude. F oh my god. We are witnessing a fucking bank robbery. Holy f these guys just hang back. Look, these two guys are jumping right in. Look at them. Shoot with one arm out. They're all just hiding back here. Jesus. Assholes. Like, that's not how you do things. They have no training on how to deal with shit like this. Like, none. It's wild. Like, you should be training for the deadliest possible situations, right? And, and you shouldn't spend a ton of time training for things that aren't, like, super duper serious you should spend the most time training for the most dangerous possible situations because that's the highest you know risk uh reward or fail or die uh, discrepancy i would i would pay more attention to that anyway um they haven't released the names of the guys as far as i know unless it's changed in the last hour it's not even on the front page anymore it's not even it's down here. And it says, explosive devices found in vehicle of BC bank robbers killed by police. So now there's a bomb too? So you have basically the movie Heat takes place of three armed men, at least, in body armor and the whole thing with rifles, going to a bank, trying to rob the bank. Um, somehow, just by accident, because as usual, there's also a police exercise going on in the area. So that's why there was just happened to be so many cops there. Um, normally there wouldn't be nearly that many, but just so happens there's a ton of cops there with guns and everything they need, I guess. And then, um, two of these guys are killed. Like, this is the plot to the movie Heat! Right, did you... Canada! Like, I'm not saying this is a made-up false flag or anything. I'm just present... I'm just presenting the obvious. Are we just... Are we just doing the movie Heat now? Is Val Kilmer on the loose? Like, what is this? God... Two guys are dead. One got away, I guess. One car, they had two vehicles. There's getaway vehicles. One of them's got a bomb in it. Ah, we're going to put that below the COVID-19 boosters recommendation story. And below that Air Canada needs to make meaningful reductions to summer flights. Yeah, it's going to be the third story. Put it on, the, put it on page three. 
Put the bank robbery, literally the plot to the movie Heat story with six shot cops and two dead guys and one on the loose. Put that on page three. I want to open with the booster shots and maybe, do we got a cricket story? What's the update on the crickets? Can we get another, can we get, uh, we got any more cricket burgers or any more cricket? I mean, we, we need, the people need to know what's going on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What is even going on? Three treated and released, three in serious condition. Oh. Here's a guy that's probably not qualified to hold these holding, but you never know. Um, two killed, six members of the ERT team were shot. Um, hmm. Police investigating possibility of a third suspect. Although they don't believe there's a risk. Police were acting on vague information. Like, what is, what is this? This is a crazy story. And, but this part's interesting. Suspects believed to have worn body armor. Well, it didn't work for them, did it? Because they're dead. <laughs> whoop de you? Is this a, uh, we better make, we better ban body armor across the country story? Is that what this is? What the fuck is going, why? Like this, you're not asking any of the right questions. The level of violence in my service. Oh, chaotic, tragic, oh my God, horrible. Hey, where'd he go? What happened? What, did they really rob the bank? Who are they? Where did they come from? What are their names, etc.? That's the story, you fucking retard. Oh, they think we're Oh, well, moving on. We've got our, we've hit our political agenda objectives. We're just going to, they don't even care anymore. How old are they? Like, are they criminals? Are they, were they gangsters? Was it organized crime? Was it, what was it? What happened? I don't know. I don't know. One of them got away? Maybe, maybe, I don't know. Might have, might have got away. <laughs> what? <laughs> are there six people shot? Yeah, yeah, six of them. Six shot and three, uh, uh, they're still in there. Not good. What the fuck happened yesterday? I don't know. I don't really know. Shouldn't someone find out? Could someone please find out? Where the camp... I mean... I feel like... Just a little bit that if they really wanted to make this a huge fucking national story, it would be very easy to do. And I don't know why they're not, because... Hey, the news is the eyeball business advertisers, you know, this kind of thing. So it, it, I don't well, I'm not telling you how to do your job or anything. Just saying it's weird. You don't find this very interesting because I find it very interesting. I mean, most people would. They even say that I've never seen anything like this in 27 years. Really, chief, would you say it's noteworthy? Would you say it's newsworthy? Nah. Tell me about the booster shots, though. I want to learn about the booster shots. I'm in Canada. You know we used a literal mannequin, right? Booster shots! I'm literally just throwing mannequins down on the ground in front of you now. Booster shots! Okay, Canada's finished. I think we can roll out the robot dogs now. They won't even fight back. They don't even know what's going on. <laughs> I want to see with the rest of this story. I want to see what happens. That's a crazy story. Um, Tasanico, Tasanico, T San Ico. I don't know. They've, I've never known how to pronounce his name, and I never will. It says they killed a literal NPC. 
And then he says, oh, no, some almighty penis thumb overlord of the... Don't say why. You're doing the, you do weird things. He gets on mushrooms and says weird things that he knows would disturb me. I think he does that on purpose. NYC bit. How are you, man? Thank you very much, sir. He says, I'd like to see these faggots come for the strategic Dagalon maple syrup and cocaine reserves like that. That would be a horrible idea. That's one of, that's one of our elite units. That's like the... Uh, you, don't, don't, you don't want to screw with them. <laughs> They're maniacs, dude. Okay. Hail of bullets. Yeah, what a crazy... Anyway. They didn't say anything about the guns or the people or, or nothing interesting. Which is, is funny when you think about it. Do you know why it's funny? Because it's funny because the last time there was like a significant firearms uh, incident in Canada... Uh, they did exactly that. They 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 made it to they blew it up and they ran with it and they they immediately, apparently on orders or a tr a tried to, the RCMP commissioner tried to, force out a bunch of details about guns and gun crime and gun 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 on the orders of the um, safety minister, and perhaps the prime minister's office as well. Ha! <laughs> Hey, remember when I said you're the political police? You literally are. You literally take order. You, they, they tell you what to do. And you try to do what they want. Whoa. And how do I know that? Well, because it's actually up to three. This story's old now. But we now have three other RCMP officers suggesting there was significant political pressure after the shooting. They all recall guns being brought up in the meeting. Uh-oh, she looks mad. That's the kind of haircut you get and the face you get when you live on cheesecake and you, and you think, you know, you, it's like the human resources care in their video from before. That's what she reminds me of. <laughs> it's like, you have no idea how tough I am. And I'm like, I know exactly how tough you are. Probably about as tough as that cheesecake you just fucking dummied this morning. For breakfast, Brenda. My goodness. Come on now. The former head of communications for the Nova Scotia RCMP said it was appalling to hear the commission of the Mounties bring up federal political pressures in a, in, in a meeting days following the shooting. Days following. It's been literally two days, and the government's like, hey, um, I know you guys are busy with like, the whole thing, but can you, like, uh, we're really trying to... We, we want to ban guns, okay? So we think this is a great time for you. Go oh, yeah, sure. We'll do that. Why not? No problem. <laughs> they don't even realize that, that you're not supposed to do that. I, I honestly think that's what it is. I think they're that dumb that they just did like, oh, are we done? Like, that, that's what I've been noticing for years. You have to point things out to people sometimes that are so obvious that it's mind-blowing that they, they don't realize that. That's a horrible thing you just did. It is? Yes, and here's why. And they go, oh my God, yeah, I never thought of it like that. <laughs> You're not supposed to do what the government says. You're not supposed to interfere in mass murder and mass killing investigations for political reasons. You're the police. I, I, are we fucking really doing this right now? I mean, I mean, I mean, she's fired, right? I mean, obviously. So, and these guys are saying this now because they came out and said that, uh, no, we're not going to do that. And she was like pissed at them. She's like, well, the government wants us to, so we better do it. And they're like, no, we're, I'm trying to, 
We're trying to investigate a mass murder. I don't... What? On May 1st, which was, you know, only a couple weeks, it was like less than two, was it two weeks later? Announced the, the Prime Minister announced a ban on some 1,500 makes and models of guns. That only took... <laughs> we don't even know what's happening yet, and you've already moved ahead on political objectives. Tell me you don't care without telling me you don't actually care. Here we have someone called Liz Scanlon, who was head of the communications for the Nova Scotia RCMP in April. And she said, I remember a feeling of disgust as I realized this was the catalyst for the conversation. Ooh, boy. About a year after the shooting, she said, and she says, I could not believe what you, the leader of our organization, was saying, and I was embarrassed to be privy to what was unfolding. It was appalling, unprofessional, and extremely belittling. <laughs> yes, let's go. That's exactly correct. Leah Scanlon. It says Leah Scanlon over here. It says, someone, or I, may I, I read it wrong. Not Liz Scanlon. Leah, Leah, Leah Scanlon. I don't know. I, I'm an idiot. <laughs> anyway, she looks pissed and based because that's exactly correct. Uh, and her email echoes controversial notes released last week by Superintendent Darren Campbell on the same topic. Hmm. He alleges that the commissioner had made commitments to the prime minister and the public safety minister in advance of new gun control legislation has ignited a political storm in Ottawa and resulted in an upcoming parliamentary hearing to address allegations of potential political interference. I fucking told you so. Now they're, now they're running cover. Now they're, now they're like, well, So you see what happened here, right? Do you see what this is? And over here, look. The RCMP PR official, another one, uh, claims the safety minister pressured RCMP Commissioner Brenda... Right. Hmm. And then, and then you have on this side, the, the minister himself saying, I never interfered in any shooting investigation. That wasn't me. I didn't do that. You know for sure he did. <laughs> right? We know this. He was now serving as the emergency preparedness minister. Uh, it was dogged by questions on Wednesday. Let's see if any of his comments here. Repeatedly said there was no interference and, quote, no pressure brought to bear with respect to the investigation. My job as administrator of public safety was to ensure that information on behalf of the government of Canada was gathered with respect to the police response. I know very clearly that the line between government responsibility for governance and oversight of the RCMP and giving direction in any way. And in no time did they cross that line. Any member of my government cross that line. In direction to the commissioner of the ocean. Sorry, I couldn't say a word of that with a straight face at all. It's too ridiculous. The whole thing is preposterous. Lie more, you fucking... Oh my god, disgusting. You're so disgusting. So again, you see what's happened here, right? Um, in the hierarchy of, of douchebags and assholes... This is, this is like, 
This is Dagalon PhD level stuff here. This is how. So you got your douchebags and your assholes, right? And they're like, they're fucking dicks. They're dicks. But there's like, some are like more uh, important than the, like, some of them are expendable. So like, the police are not on par. Which they, which Brenda Lucky is about to find out. She is not um, on the, on the same, they're not peers. She's beneath them in the power structure. And she is going to be the fall guy now. The media's turned on her. All these witnesses are coming out of the woodwork all of a sudden. And the government is going, oh, Brenda, how could you? Oh, my goodness. When they were the ones that told her to do it in the first place. And like I said, this is your punishment, you stupid fuck. This is what you get. Oh, my God. I'm, there's ghosts. This is what you get. For going along with shit like this. And you thought they weren't going to throw you under the bus as soon as it became convenient. No, 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 no. Because again, anybody gets caught if there's any problems. Oh, oh my God, I'm destroying everything here. <laughs> oh, it's like Jenga. Nope, nope. The situation here. I'll get back to you in a minute, Brenda. You stick right there. They're right in there. Anyway. <laughs> like, you th like you thought you could, you know, what were you going to do? Were you going to pull a fast one? Was there something in it for you? And you thought this wasn't ever going to come back to bite you in the ass, right? And you trusted these assholes. And you thought, you thought that you were better than us. You thought that you were like, that you were one of them. You're this big, powerful woman, aren't you? You're just this big, powerful woman. I'm like Hillary Clinton. I'm a powerful woman. I eat a powerful amount of cheesecake. Powerful amounts. And then when the rubber meets the road, you find out, oh, yeah, no more room on the bus. Clink! And they drive away and leave you there in the rain. Oh, and there's an angry mob coming, by the way. And they drive away going, pfft, dumb bitch. <laughs> Why do they think they put you there? Do, 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 do anybody really think she got that job on merit? Have you seen her? Have you looked at her? Have you listened to her speak for God's sakes? That was a, that was like a custom to make custom ordered from amazon.com patsy in seven days or less. I need a patsy like right now. I need your most cut. Yeah, that one will do. How much is it? 59 99. I don't care. Put it in the box. Expedited shipping. Bring it out here. And then she's getting grilled and she's like swinging in the chair going, um, well, um, I don't, uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I know, uh, oh, <laughs> yes, yes, guys. She, no, no, you're, you're, I'm, I'm wrong. You're right. She climbed her way to the top of the RCMP through sheer fucking cunning and tenacity and dedication and, 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 you know, the willingness to do whatever it takes and putting in the long hours and, and just kicking ass more than anyone else so much that she became the chump. <laughs> Sure you did. Sure you did. And that's why you hate me, right? Because it's true. It's true, isn't it? <laughs> if only it was that easy to get to the top for the rest. You know, when they said, hey, do you want to have this extremely, you know, this job you're not qualified to have? 
and the person that brought you the job offer was probably uh, your your cousin by marriage there, the former finance minister of the liberal government, a cabinet minister, a sitting cabinet minister, and you're related to him. And like, hey, you want to do this fucking thing for us? At no point did your head go, danger. <laughs> oh, well. What goes up comes down, doesn't it? I fucking dare you to try and assassinate me. I dare you. He's immortal. You can't stop him. to fuck around with it. There's too many people demanding I do it. Short and long says ref of the bank job. One of it was an exercise and they shot each other by accident. The story covers it up. I hope they don't, are that ridiculous that they don't have live rounds to um... Morgan, no! Gary, get the f Gary, I'll fuck you up, dude. Don't be, f don't, don't. I'll come down there. I will fucking drop you right on your old man back. <laughs> Morgan, do what you do. Stop scheming with Gary. You'll get it worse. Oh, Zod, Zodai, Zodiza. I never do this right. Zodiza, Diziza. Is that a, that's a town in Spain, isn't it? No, it's Ibiza. I, fuck, I don't know. Is it? That's where all the rich people go and do drugs and fuck each other, I think. Yeah, I think it's Ibiza. I think that's the one. He says, be well and careful for those making the trek to Ottawa. Not like we don't have tyrants looking to stage false flags and frame innocent people or anything. Most importantly, stay free and have fun. Um, yes, absolutely. And I uh, also want to pass on from the guys that are there. Now, um, if you're going down, you're going to go downtown. Don't take your car downtown. They're being huge dicks was the quote. <laughs> don't take your car downtown. They're being huge dicks. So expect spot checks, fines, and all kinds of fuckery. So don't try that. Obviously, don't bring anything dangerous or fucked up. Just, just do what the... The way that we win is nothing happens. Because they're so sure that this time for sure there's going to be... They're basically bracing for, like, a frontal assault. They're walling off the city. Like, they're going completely bananas. They're sending in armored cards and all of this shit. It's, like, the biggest overreaction. And, and why are we doing this? Because back in the wintertime, there was bouncy castles. So now we need to preemptively you know, deploy the troops in case the bouncy castle people come back. It's crazy. It's absolutely insane. So, the longer they go on like this, I mean, they look ridiculous. So many people agree. So many. Like, the majority of the country openly despises the government now. It's not a fringe minority. It's... <laughs> It's a lot of people now. 
Here's an evidence of that. More Canadians are pessimistic about Canada's future than optimistic. Oh, really? It really? Being, being governed by the dumbest people that have ever walked this country in their history, making horrible decision after horrible decision, which then result in uh, worse conditions for all of us because they make terrible leadership decisions. So life is getting harder and more difficult and worse, and the outlook looks worse and worse every day. It's weird that, that people would be pessimistic about the obvious bright future we have. You know, with the internet censorship and the bug factory and all that. It's weird. And Angus Reid poll found that 52% of Canadians are either very or either very or moderately pessimistic about the future compared to 48% that are optimistic. That's... I, I, in my lifetime, I don't think it ever would have dropped below 80%. 80% of the country would be like, yeah, things are going to be fine. We're doing good. It's okay. And then you get a 20... Now it's like a little over... It's over 50-50 now. Hmm, this will continue. Frustration with the country's direction is apparent in English-speaking provinces, as none of those provinces have a positive rating below 50%. Oh my, so Quebec is the only one that's a little bit, a little bit okay with it. Westerners, you beautiful bastards, hold an especially pessimistic outlook on Canada's futures. 57% of Manitobans, 61% of Albertans, and 65% of Saskatchewan residents aren't content with the country's direction. Those look like secession numbers to me, huh? That kind of looks like a... Huh. Hmm. Let me look at that. Let me take a look at that. Yep, that looks like a, uh, that looks like a majority of a disgruntled population in a culturally and uh, geographically unique area that are well within the power of themselves to unify and secede from the country, hence the Wexit movement that's been building for years and years. Hmm. That's, uh... That's probably something you should keep an eye on, huh? That's not good. 65% of a province... How long? How long from when they go from uh, pessimistic to fuck this? What? What's the level? Is it seventy percent? It can't, it's got to be close. The vast majority of people in, the, in Western Canada now. Soon it'll be an overwhelming majority. Seventy percent, seventy-five percent, eighty percent. Does it have to get that high? Because it's only getting higher. What happens when it gets to those numbers? So everybody just goes, "Let's just get the fuck out of here." Why not? Why couldn't that happen? In contrast, Quebecers are much more optimistic. Yeah, because they're getting all the money. <laughs> See, you have the equalization pay. You steal all the money from Western Canada and give it to Quebec and Ontario. They're pissed. You're like, oh, this is great. I don't really have to do much and I get everybody else's money. Well, yeah, that's a pretty good arrangement for you. <laughs> but those people are pretty upset. Ooh, 34% of Canadians are pessimistic about their own futures. A 15% increase... From the 19% benchmark in 2018. Wow. So it's doubled. The amount of people who are pessimistic about their own lives has doubled in just four years. And obviously optimism about an individual's futures depending on their income level as 45% of Canadians make under $25,000 a year are pessimistic about their futures. Holy shit. This is not doing, we're not doing good here. confidence in Canada's future has been declining in recent years, if you can imagine that. In 2017, they asked the same question, found 65% were optimistic. Wow. So it's com- almost fl- we're almost completely flip-flopped in just five years. That's a strong... That's a lot of momentum. That's, that's a hard... That is a strong shift. 
Wonder what happens. Let's just keep doing this. Let's just do that. Why not? You know, oh, and by the way, um, evidently, they are going to do this. The, um, the Emergency Act inquiry continues, and they're going to be allegedly forced to give up their secret documents and conversations. So we're allegedly, presumably, fingers crossed-a-diddly, hope that we are going to hear all the lovely details about the threat posed to the nation by us. <laughs> and also, the Justice Center uh, for Constitutional Freedoms, jccf.ca, has been granted full participatory standing at the inquiry, so they'll be able to ask all kinds of questions. Isn't that great? Hey, Ottawa, isn't that great? Hey, it's great, right? Hey, Marco! Hey, Marco! Hey, Marco! Hey, buddy! Did you hear the news, man? Remember those people you hate so much? All those lawyers and all those people, and like people like Brian Peckford and all those guys. Remember how you hate them all so much, right? Because they're just stupid fucking. They're going to be asking questions now. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I saw a great meme uh, Fairy made and it was like Here's what it's going to be And it's just going to be the pages uh, They were blacked out pages And there was a, a white diagonal line through the page But all the sentences and words in that white line Were, were redacted also So it's just Here we go The color black They're going to release That's my fear is that we're, we're not really going to get any information. We're just going to get the color black and then it'll all just be redacted and it'll be fighting over this for who knows how long. But we'll see. This is not obviously the way they want it to go. I mean, what's the what's the advantage to this? You know, people want to, you know, black pill all the time and say, oh, you fucking can't. What, what is the advantage to this? To, to like having this very public meltdown and panic session where they're all blaming each other. Nobody knows what the fuck to do. Walls are closed. How are the walls closing on you this time? How's that feel? All these lawsuits are coming out of people's emails are getting dumped. Top doctors' emails are getting dumped. It's fucking not looking good. The pro one of the premiers just stepped down. BC stepped down. Why do you think that was? Do you think that coincides with the emails from the top doctor being leaked about how they knew that these shots were dangerous, how they knew that it was going to harm people and how they destroyed evidence? That's a fact now, guys. That came out in British Columbia. And now the premier just went, okay, gotta go, guys. Bye. Yeah, re really, huh? Where are you going? Hey. Hey, where are you going? Lock him in. Where are you going? Don't let him leave. <laughs> We're just getting started. We're just getting started. Huh? Did you think that would happen? Huh? Oh, and, and here's another here's another great clue. This is how you know that the, the world is over for the RCMP commissioner and uh, a lot of these people. Do you know who this is? You know who this guy is? I can't say his name because it's I'll be arrested. Um, but yeah, he's a real piece of shit, and he's um, he's the prime minister's like best friend. He's like his number one guy, right? And uh, oh, he also is like real tight uh, with Smarter PP's campaign manager. That I mean, that's I'm just telling you, so you know, so you know those things as you go about your life. Maybe you didn't know that thing. <sighs> And you know what's funny? He mentions my hometown. He is, he is from Cape Breton, but... 
And every once in a while you wonder, I'm like, hmm, I know he knows who I am. Anyway, he says, uh, no idea what the real story is in the lucky imbroglio, the RCP commissioner. But if you're accepting the word of the Nova Scotia RCMP brass at face value on anything related to Portapique, I've got some swampland and Picto to sell you. Bye-bye, Brenda. Bye-bye. Bye. You're done. That's the signal. Like, you're finished. They've turned on you. Now they've decided. Who do you think is going to go down? You or all of them? Because if you have anything on these fucking people at all, now is the time. Because they are going to burn you down like London Bridge, bitch. I'm just telling you. Doesn't matter if you like it or not. That's what's happening. And the only way out is if you have... I hope you, I, I don't know if you're smart enough. I doubt it. But to get some kind of collateral to protect yourself. You say, if you burn me down, I'm going to take you with me because I've got this. Did you even, did you do that? Or did you just idiotically trust the worst people in the world? <sighs> That's unfortunate. Hope not. Hope you didn't because that would be silly. That would have been a bad idea. Um... That one. Uh, Haley Lonigan says, I'm stitching up my Canadian flag for tomorrow while watching the cast. Can't think of anything more patriotic. Damn. Damn. Like, oh, it's going to be so good tomorrow. going to be so good. NWO Pickley says, but Brenda used cabinet confidences, even though she isn't a cabinet minister. So that makes it even funnier. I wonder when Marco will get his trip under the bus. He may go down too, but I don't think so. Um, he's He's above her. Like, she's just a cop. She's not... She's the, the help, you know what I mean? Like, they're, they're the, we're the political class. We're the, you know, she's just there to do work for them. And every once in a while, you get somebody like the public safety minister that was mentioned earlier, that, that leapfrogs and graduates to the, the next level. So he went from, he went from big time police capitan to, uh, now he's, now he's the, uh, now he's a minister, cabinet minister, not even just an elected official. He's a cabinet minister. Wow. How'd you do that? It's quite a, quite a neat trick you did there. Hmm? It's almost like you had political connections before you even entered politics. Right? Were you, were you using your, your office as the chief of police to like, I don't know, personal gain or like making connections or something? Like, were you doing that, you think? And then you went into politics and immediately got, you know, just whoop, boom, look at that. Right up there, huh? That's weird because you spent your entire life as a cop and now all of a sudden you're like a liberal party heavyweight. Huh. It's weird. Does anybody else think that's weird? I find it strange. But anyway, she didn't make it that far and she's not going to because now she's going to get thrown under the bus. It's their favorite game. Going under the bus. Who wants to go there? And now all the cabinet confidentiality things are going to be released and I just can't wait. I'm really looking forward to it. I hope it works. I can't because it, it, it's cabinet confidence. Well, that's gone now. <laughs> so you're going to have to try something else. And you can't sit there and eat cheesecake the whole time. People will see through it. You know, they'll just be like, eventually she's going to have to stop eating. Her next strategy is going to bring a whole pile of cheesecake to eat and just like do this for like several straight hours and hope they just get bored and give up. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm. 
Can you can you stop eating for a moment and answer a question? And she's just going to do that for three hours. That's what she's down to. <laughs> the Adam Skelly defense. Sir, can you put on your mask? No, I'm eating my peas. And he would just eat these peas really slowly. <laughs> the whole flight. Sir, no, I'm eating my peas. <laughs> you guys remember that video? Fuck, that was hilarious. <laughs> Sir, please put on your mask. I will do no such thing. I'm eating my peas right now, woman. How dare you? Blam says they are going to absolutely yeet Commissioner Cheesecake straight into the sun. That milkshake is going to be so good. I, I don't know. It might be sour. That one might be curdled. Ugh, I don't know. But uh, definitely something that's happening. <laughs> it is a good strategy. I don't think cottage cheese queen. Oh, gross. An experimental project. I'm telling you, I think she's the, that's it. Because there's always a fancy, there's always a call guy, there's always somebody that has to go down. And, um, looks like it's her. For now. But I also want to find, yeah. For <laughs> me, there's so much. Also, I mean, I mean, I don't know if I got into this last time. But they, you know, I, I mean, we didn't talk about it for a minute, but they rearrested uh, Tamara Lich, obviously. <laughs> because she was in a picture. So she was breaching release conditions. Because she wasn't allowed to be associated with certain people unless in the presence of her lawyers. Except her lawyers cleared her to go to this thing and they were there with her. And they arrested her anyway. There's, there they are. She had the uh, uh, George Jonas Freedom Award. And the award ceremony took place on June 16th in Toronto. The Ottawa judge ruled he would not revoke her bail and instead varied... Her conditions to allow travel to Ontario with a restriction that she be banned from entering the capital's downtown core. So they knew she was coming. He won't revoke her bail, but he'll alter her conditions so she can come back to Ontario, but she... And, and they knew what she was coming for. Liz's reason for wanting to travel back to Ontario is protected by a court-ordered publication ban. It cannot be reported. Well, I mean, I can guess... But on June 17, the day after the awards were presented, uh, posted a picture of her and her husband and four others at the gala. Left, to, to her left is a man identified as Marazzo. <laughs> he doesn't even get a first name, Tom. You don't have a first name anymore. We only know him as the Marazzo. A man identified as the Marazzo. The Marazzo experience. A fellow organizer. What in the fuck? No. Um whom she was ordered to have no contact with unless her lawyer is present. And her lawyer was present. But they arrested her anyway. It, even when they knew she was... They just were like, I don't care. Just, just put her in jail. Who cares? Dirty. Pretty dirty. But who, who would do such a thing? Would these guys do such a thing? Everyone jokes about this and, you know, laughs. And it's like, no, it's true. It's been true for a long time. We all know this. 
The RCMP admits to remotely turning on phone cameras and mics of criminal suspects. This is the first time they've ever acknowledged that it has this ability, which uses malware to intrude on phones and devices, despite having had the technology for years. It says these tools were only used in serious cases where other unintrusive measures were not successful. Sure. A senior research associate at the University of Toronto's Citizen Lab said that this is a kind of capability that they have done everything possible to keep incredibly quiet. Hmm. Yeah, they, we, we rarely use this. Oh, yeah? Really? I bet you use it every day. This is a remarkable finding and for the first time publicly reveals that the RCMP is using spyware to infiltrate mobile devices as well as the broad capabilities of their spyware. The RCMP said that the increasing popularity of end-to-end encrypted apps means that police re- need new techniques to catch criminals. I.e., the things you say on the internet are not safe. There is no such thing as a safe app. Like, just, what are you doing? You know, don't say stupid shit on the internet. It's really not that, I mean... Hey, man, where can I buy some illegal guns? That is not a thing you ever ask anyone. (laughs) Unless you want to go, oh, they won't catch me. Okay. Especially around here. They're listening to everything. They're so desperate. They've been embarrassed so badly. And their bosses are so desperate. They'll take anything and anyone. They'll even listen to crackheads and alcoholics for tips because they're that just, they hate us that much. Mm-hmm. They say these uh, tools are only used during serious criminal investigations that involve national security. Oh, who's that sound like? Hmm. Hi. It says traditional me- methods of wiretapping are less effective than they were before. <laughs> So they're, they're infecting your devices with malware and spyware and spying on you that way. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> That's what the police do now. <laughs> I mean, we all knew that, right? Everybody knew it. But now they've admitted it formally, out in the open. Yikes. And then on top of that, by the way, if you're in Ottawa this weekend, all speech, this is according to Mr. Bickstick, All, all speech is to be monitored and approved by the police in Ottawa. Ottawa police have sworn to monitor speech and gestures on Canada, adding that they will actively respond to anything they deem offensive. That is a quote right there while speaking at a uh, planning uh, day update. Planning update meaning interim um, chief Bell responded to a question regarding uh, potentially offensive speech. Um, saying that no such speech would be tolerated, speech deemed homophobic, misogynistic, or potentially racist. So again, I'm not saying, I mean, don't be an asshole. Don't say shitty dickhead things. Like, it's not, it's not something you want people to say. But if they say it, so what? They're a dickhead. Move on. Move on. You want to put people in jail for, like, we went from a, not very long ago saying that th- this was going to be a, this was, this was a joke, right? Oh, the police are going to come put you in jail for wrong think. Yeah, they really will. They really will now. 
that you're, we don't care. We don't like what you're saying, so you're going to go to jail. The words you said. No, you didn't hurt anybody. You didn't punch anybody, steal. You didn't rob a bank. You didn't stab anybody. You weren't selling drugs. You weren't stealing cars. You weren't, no, you were just saying things we didn't like. So we're going to put you in jail with those people that do all those things. You know, like the, you know, the, like the drug dealers and the, the murderers and the, you know, pimps and so on. And yeah, you're going to go share a cell with them because you said things that we didn't like. Yep, that's it. That's the same. Nothing, nothing, there's nothing crazy about this, guys. Nothing weird at all. I mean, we should do that, shouldn't we? Isn't that, that's, that's totally, this is not tolerated, whatever, right? Um, communicating messages in public space will be investigated and can lead to various criminal charges, including public incitement of hatred. You can't legislate feelings, but okay. Public offensive speech is the only thing that police say they'll be looking out for, though. Camping is also a hot topic this year. Camping and the placement of structures in city parks are not permitted unless the authority to do so has been granted through a permit. You need a permit to go camping now. Enforcement will be on a zero-tolerance basis. No tents with people in them! Like, holy fucking God. They are so scared, man. They are so desperate. Parliament Hill has been faced off, or fenced off. There's Rupa, says, can't recall anything like this since 9-11, if even then. This is peak tourist season a few days before Canada Day, and the area around Parliament is sterile and desolate. Additionally, while authorities plan to lift the control zone on the 4th of July that has already left Parliament Hill sterile and desolate. They say they have no problem extending the control zone should conditions warrant it. And why are they acting like this? Because they're guilty. Because they know they did a bad thing. And they're acting guilty. And they're blaming everyone else and they're trying to create problems and distractions and other people to put in jail, to point the finger at, and it's because they're the ones that did it. This is, this is just regular human behavior. Cut your hand in the cookie jar. It was, it was them. It wasn't me. I, I wasn't, it wasn't me. It was them. They did it. And then they get real defensive when you corner them on it. Like, no, no, I think you fucking did. Oh, you call me a fucking liar now? I should beat the shit out of you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You're acting real guilty. This is how guilty people uh, act. Because nothing happened. No one so much as threw a snowball. You're reacting and you call me, a, I'm a, what am I, a militant accelerationist? Yeah, look how militant I am. Look at my mili militarizing. I'm on the internet talking. Look at all the Viet Cong I've killed. <laughs> You know what's militant is treating your subjects, not subjects, but well, we are the subjects of the, 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 you know, Emperor Rothschild. Treating your citizens like um, they're the enemy and needing to deploy things like armored cars and riot cops and all of this stuff and just getting them ready ahead of time because your own people are coming. Are you sure you didn't do something really terrible? Why are they so pissed at you? Why do you think they're so pissed at you? And what did they do again? Oh, there was bouncy castles and they, they honked horns for a while. Oh, was that annoying? You know what's annoying? Losing your job. That's annoying. You know what's annoying? Having your career taken away. Your education flushed down the toilet. Tens of thousands of dollars sent away. Maybe you had people that you needed to support. You had plans. You had responsibilities. It's all flushed. It's all gone. 
Your life is destroyed. That's annoying. Having your life destroyed is fairly annoying. So, um, and you're wor- and you're you're upset about some people honking horn. That's annoying. And you're going to use everything in your power and the military you wish, if we had one anymore, to back you up because you're annoyed. You're annoyed that the people whose lives you destroyed are upset about it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's beautiful. You're the biggest fucking child bitch ass motherfucker in the world. You're going to be easy to beat. You're not tough. You're not smart. You can't control yourself at all. Look what you've done. Look how far you've gone. You're declaring war on memes. You're trampling on old you know, disabled women and walker with horses. You're beating women with, with, um, with batons and, and guns and rubber bullets and doing and seizing bank accounts and coming after people like Tamara Litch like she's fucking Carla Homolka. Oh, wait a second. You didn't even come after Carla Homolka that fucking bad. Tamara Litch has been dragged through the calls more, hunted more, and had more government resources dedicated to ruin her fucking life than Carla Homolka. No, 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 no. You're not crazy. We are. Keep it up. Keep it up. Government, seriously, I want you to keep it up. You're doing great. You're doing great, kid. Nobody's noticing either. No one's noticing all of this crazy hypocrisy, insane amounts of overreach. There's, there's not a guy that marched across the fucking country just to just to face you down. And he definitely doesn't have support from all of the country. There's not people coming out in the thousands to find him and, and greet him on the road. And No, that's not happening either. Just like there was no convoy. Right? You scared? You're acting scared. You're acting scared. Chris Jason. Thank you very much, man. He says, hey, I want your honest opinion of what you think is going to happen in Ottawa. I don't feel good about it, and I hate to say it. Yep, we can talk about that, because a lot of people have been saying that. A lot of people have been feeling that. Um, this, is a, this is a hard one to call, um, because there's, there is reasons to be uh, apprehensive and concerned. But at the same time, it's my experience, and I'm sure a lot of other guys will back up what I'm saying, that you can really, it's, it's fear is what you're feeling. <clears throat> That's what fear feels like, because you start to think like awful things are going to happen, and you know what I mean? And that, and it'll, it'll feel like an instinct, like you're sure about it. Like I, like I'm basically when I'm, I'm metaphorically, trying to metaphorically tell you is that I've been like, I am, I'm for sure going to die. Like today it's going to happen. Like I know it in my fucking book. I have been there where I'm like, I'm positive. And then I didn't and nothing happened. And I was like, fuck 
Really? Okay, so I mean, you can really be sure. Something, I'm telling you, something's going to happen. And then nothing can happen because it's just fear. The fear has infected your mind and it's starting to make you um, not react rationally. Like, the thing, the, the, and the way to overcome that is to use, you know, basically just your, your head logic. Like, what, what are you actually concerned about? What, and then really look into it. What are the odds of it? Like, look at this situation from as realistically as possible. And then you're either going to feel better about it or you're going to feel worse about it. Because <laughs> it may actually be as bad as you think. But it may not be. Um, but a lot of people are thinking that. A lot of people are feeling that way. Because we've, we've been having a crazy year. We've had a, all this, the, the Ottawa situation, everything uh, going on with that. And just the, the amount of threats and stuff that's been directed. Not at, at both ways. Uh, but a lot of them towards us and people threatening to destroy vehicles and attack people and, you know, the doxings and the, and the bank accounts being frozen, people thrown in jail. I mean, th this isn't a good situation we're in. There, there's, um, I mean, it goes without saying, there's, there's now two sides in Canada, right? I mean, there, that never used to be a thing. There used to be differences, but not sides. You used to have differences, used to have differences of opinions, different, I mean, you know. But that's very different from, I'm not even in your tribe anymore. It's like the difference between not liking someone and then hating them. That's a big difference. You can not like someone. That's fine. But if someone like really hates somebody, that means they might try and kill them. You know, <laughs> that's not good. And now we have, you know, clearly there's two sides now in Canada. There's, you know, the mainline way. And then there's the other one. And they are not co-compatible at all. And neither side is willing to just let it go. And this is just going to keep escalating, right? This is what everyone feels is happening because that is what's happening. It's going to keep escalating until um, ultimately something happens. So that's what everybody's worried about. And so I understand the, I understand the, the anxiety about it. And um, all you can do is um, not be that person. I mean, don't, don't get involved in this. Again, all we have to do is nothing. They're acting, they're acting like it's the end of the world and it's basically insurrection part. There was no insurrection. They're acting like it's going to be a fucking war zone and all this kind of stuff. And then if nothing happens a second time and it's nothing but a wonderful demonstration and it's just a great... And everyone comes walking away from it feeling even better than when they went in like they did in Ottawa. Tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people filtered through the city and left with it. They came in wanting to see what it was and they left going, holy shit, that was the best day, weekend, or week or of my life. It was amazing. It was an amazing experience. That happens again. <sighs> Eventually, they will lose the popularity contest is what I'm saying. And it may not seem like power but it is you don't necessarily need to have all kinds of weapons and guns or whatever. I mean that's one way to do it but it's not you're gonna if you had an overwhelming amount of the population who is becoming increasingly angrier and anger and anger and you and you're like inside I say you're, you're inside the establishment system right and you're like I mean you're starting to see it they're starting to throw each other under the bus some people are starting to come out and switch sides because they see the tide turning. Because it, I, I believe it is. Or it's, it's catching up at the very least. Like, we can see them now. Like, in the road race. Turning corners. Like, I can fucking see you now. I'm catching up, you son of a bitch. And people on the other side, they're like, I'm not. They're starting to have doubts. 
And like, what if I'm, what if, I mean, that's a lot of people were against man. Like how many people you think there was obviously some before that, before that, um, convoy event happened in Ottawa, nobody was really sure. We didn't really know what were the numbers. How many of us are, is it, are, are we, is there only a few of us? No, it's quite a few. It turns out. So now we know. And now they know they can see it. And some of them, like many of the other people on the sidelines and in, in between, that changed their mind. They went, holy shit, I didn't realize there was this many. And then they feel more confident. And then they end up switching sides. That's going to keep happening. And the faster it happens, the, the, the bigger the effect gets. And people start jumping ship. I mean, they're the ones that are going to go to prison. You don't go to, you're, you're not going to like end up. <laughs> I mean, how long until they figure it out before somebody goes, wait. If we're gonna, if it looks like we're gonna lose, I can just burn all these people down, and and I'll be a hero. <laughs> I was with them this whole time, but then if I jump ship at the last set, second and I'm the one that pulled the pin on the grenade and sent them down the river, I'm a hero now. So not only do I not get destroyed, I might even get promoted. People are gonna th- think that they're gonna figure that out, Marco, Brenda. And they're going to leave. And eventually, you will have created too many enemies. This is a self-defeating strategy. You're not, you can't, the only way you can manage people like this, by, by like force, which is essentially what you want, is by, is by force force. Like, you would need t- uh, two or three million men with guns in this country to literally force people to do and, and live the way that you want to. As soon as they don't want to live, what don't want to do what you're doing anymore, you can't make them. There's way too many. So what happens then? And that's why they want to send, why do you think they're so desperate to censor the internet? They're losing. They're losing in Canada. They're losing in the United States. I don't know what's going on in the UK because there's been an internet cut that we don't see what happens over there anymore. Have you noticed that? Let that sink in. When we were, we were on the internet just a year ago, right? When this started to happen, the COVID stuff started to happen. We were seeing what was going on in Australia, in Italy, in France, and in the UK, and in Germany. And it was just, everything was everywhere. And it's just been shrinking and shrinking. And sh- what do you think happened? You think it all went away? Because there's things happening that they don't want to show you. That you don't, they don't want you to see. Where is that um, video of those guys? I know where it is. Thought I downloaded this, but I guess I didn't. Oh, I did. I did, and I called the file food is bad. Yeah. So this is in the Netherlands or Belgium. I can't remember. They're, fi- they're, they're eliminating a whole bunch of farms and farmers. <laughs> right? Because climate change. And, you know, they're not... <laughs> We've got angry, like, these guys are starting to get pissed off now, man. They're going to get hungry, and then they're going to start figuring out how to make, you know, Molotov cocktails and and so on. And Europe, you know, Europe, its own thing, but they're losing, they're losing the consent of the governed. And especially in in North America, like I said, Europe is its own thing. In North America, there's too many, there's too many guys 
that there's too many guns, there's too much knowledge, there's too much resourcefulness, there's, there's too much. I'm not at all kidding or exaggerating, and I'm not, this isn't my intention or what I hope happens necessarily. But just so you're aware, like I said, everything, everything falls down, collapses, goes away. Happens, it's what happens. But, but it, something also always takes its place, doesn't it? There is, without a doubt, without any question in my mind whatsoever, that exists already par- parallel capabilities of people in this country that are, that are vastly superior to the ones that are currently in charge. And should they, you know, should it fall apart, there's new elections, the country goes out, whatever it is, these better, stronger, uh, more resourceful, more well-connected, more benevolent, more uh, righteous and strong people will, in that atmosphere of chaos, will thrive and take control of the situation because that is always what happens. As the situation deteriorates and there's, there's more chaotic uh, you know, left and right movement, the, this creates opportunities for people. And the people that are creating this situation are not smart. They're not intelligent. They're not clever. And it's to their detriment. They're opening themselves up for, for radical changes, for radical situations to happen because they're rocking the cage back and forth. It was in their interest to maintain the status quo. Keep, and they did that for a long time, didn't they? Just keep it real small. Don't disturb anybody. Keep everything under control. And now they're just, fuck it. Let's just piss everybody off. <laughs> Chaos and crazy situations, you know, provide opportunity. And, and it like, uh, you know, in a battle or something, if your leadership is terrible, your, your sergeant major and your OC and you know, most of your NCOs are officers, they're all terrible. They're just shit. Just bad luck of the dice. And they don't know what they're doing. And they're getting killed left and right. Eventually, and no one's, no one's making decisions anymore. And it becomes readily apparent and obvious to everyone else in the platoon, the battalion, whatever, that like, okay, if we don't do something, we're all going to die. Like something serious needs to be done now. We're all in trouble. Those idiots that are flapping their mouths around, they don't know what they're doing. You know, it's chaos and it's insane. Someone who does know what they're doing will or, or has the guts to try is going to take that guy and throw him onto the ground and say, I am in charge now. Shut up. And then he will just fucking take over. That, there's, there's examples of this all through human history in, in, in situations where there's, you know, things get a little crazy. What, are, what that looks like, is there going to be a mutiny in the RCMP? Is there going to be a mutiny in the Liberal Party? Does the, does the NDP decide the deal's off? Um, who knows? Is there going to be a, a high-level defector? Do one of the retired generals, does, does John Vance redeem himself? Because I heard a story. You know why a lot of these guys were found reasons to fire them? These senior generals and so on? It could be true. I had, I had surmised it was just a, basically a purge of non-party loyal members. And in a way, I was right if this is the story. But they didn't want to do... The, they expressed the concern that if you, if you enact these vaccine mandates on the Canadian military, you're going to decimate this. You're going to destroy this place. It's fragile as it is. This is a controversy. You're going to cause problems. We don't have the numbers. We can't afford to lose anybody. Fuck you. Do it or you're fired. And they fired them. That's, that's the story. At least that's how it goes in, in you know, John Vance's case. General Vance. RCR Vance. Hey, buddy. Come on now. How glorious would it be? You blow the whistle on that. Go join Vets for Freedom. Be the general. The real general. The real General Vance. And you can laugh. You can you can laugh at me if you want. You think that's never going to happen? 
Did you think something like James Topp was ever going to happen? James Topp will tell you he didn't think that was ever going to happen. And he did it himself. This kind of stuff happens all the time. It could happen tomorrow. The pressure's not... It feels like, right? There's pressure on us, but there's pressure on them. They've got to come up with... They've got to come up with terrorists now. They've got to find the, the Emergencies Act. We, we declared martial law. We, why, what do we... We have no bad guys. We have no arrests. We have nothing but denial and finger pointing. That's all we have. It was him. It was her. In multiple scandals now. Not just the EMA, but the, the Nova Scotia massacre as well. So now the credibility and integrity, trustworthiness, and even just if, are you even worth paying anymore? Of the RCMP, the entire federal government, the entire national, the mainline media establishment is completely burned. These are three huge pillars of your to, to manage your situation. Your police force, which is, hated now mm. you and everyone that represents you also hated and that the brainwashing puppet masters that are supposed to spread your lies no one's listening to them anymore you're in a very tenuous situation your hold on this place is not great that's what i'm saying right it's not solid it's like it's uh it's questionable If this is how far you have to go to stop, you know, peacefully, you're trying to paint these guys and paint these people like they're terrorists, like they're some kind of, this is, that says way more about you than it does about us. That's why, that's why I called it, you know, show us your face. Shitty, small, And it's not like weak people can't become strong people. It's not like, you know, cowardly weak people can can change. Because it's 100% they can. <laughs> I was a huge bitch when I was younger. A huge, enormous, okay? But, but you have to decide to do that. And that, that has to be something you pursue. You can't just... Have that happen. So, but I mean, they're just people, but the actions and things that they're doing, how they're conducting themselves, this is not, these are not positions of strength or of confidence or of, of ability or skill. This doesn't, this isn't look like, um, you know, an expert and a student. This looks like a flailing, incompetent, insecure, petty, childish temper tantrum i'm not seeing anything come out of the or, or you know the government of the united states the entire the leadership of the entire western world the rot has set in so deeply so pervasively and so so fruitfully that it's almost as if the the entire thing has just degraded to such a point where it's not salvageable like all all of them they're all terrible this whole thing is preposterous this is ridiculous and again, there's sides now. There's the side and then there's the other side. And one side, its common feature is, like I said, weakness, cowardice. Everything they do, they, they always revert to, uh, we're going to do name calling and ad hoc. We we're going we're gonna to take shit from you. Do what I want or I'll hurt you. I used to say that all the time. Do what I say or I'll hurt you. 
That's not what some that's not what a strong person does. They don't have the ability to They can't even tolerate being made fun of. They're thin-skinned. They're they're childish. And they take petty shots and they do petty things and they do small people things. The big person thing, the big manly thing, the respectable thing, I would have respected this. And I would have been blown away and shocked to silence. Honestly, I would have. If when we were in Ottawa, the prime minister announced he was coming out to talk to the crowd and just walked by himself right out of the fucking doors, right down into the crowd, got up onto the truck and said, what's up? What, what's going on, guys? What, what are we, how do we fix this? I mean, clearly this, is, this isn't good, right? I don't want this for you. Look how, look at this. I didn't want this. I didn't mean for this. I'm sorry. This is, I didn't know. I didn't fucking know. And I didn't mean for, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm right here. There's a million of you and there's one of me. If you want to fucking kill me, that's you. I, I'm sorry. I didn't want it. I will do whatever it takes. We can fix this. There's no need of this. It doesn't need to go like this. This is crazy. I mean, we're Canada. What, what is this? Romania? What the fuck are we doing? This is nuts. This is crazy. I would have been, could you imagine that to do that would have taken the biggest fucking balls in the universe. And what did they do instead? They hid in a hole somewhere. They ran away and hid in a hole. That's their, that's their, they showed their face when they're not hiding behind actual masks, literal masks, internet masks with their anonymous avatars and their anonymous Twitter accounts and their anonymous blogs. And they're all hiding and scheming and swirling around in the dark, like fucking rats. If they're in public, they're a completely fake and pathetic and transparently awful human being. And on the other side, You have people that aren't making money. They're losing money to be doing what they're doing. They're not getting, they're not getting things. They're losing money. They're losing careers. They're losing public standing. They're losing their reputations. They're losing their freedom in a lot of cases. They're losing their, uh, their, their bank accounts. But they're gaining strength in friends and in character and in people that, that, that understand them and accept them and support them. And they're becoming more powerful by the fucking hour and the day because they're doing it the hard way. They're walking through the enemy fire and crossing the hot coals and taking the beatings and the punishments and climbing the mountain during a fucking rainstorm. The person that survives and makes it to the other end of a tribulation like that is not weaker. They're much stronger. So we're getting physically, numerically, spiritually stronger by the day, and they are getting weaker by the day because they're pursuing weak options and doing weak things. Things that don't take any kind of uh, spiritual or emotional strength to do. Something that takes no courage, no moral courage. To do something with moral courage is hard and it's scary. And then most importantly, there's no guarantee of success. And that's what everyone always says. That's why they don't want to vote for the PPC. They don't want to, oh, I would, but they're not going to win. I do it, but I'm not going to win. There's no guarantee you're going to win. You do it because it's what you believe and you roll the dice and you and you say damn the torpedoes i dare you odin strike me down if you've got the balls right that's how fucking things are done there's no guarantees made like everyone just was like i'm doing this because i have to 
Do you think there was a plan? Like, like again, look at somebody like Top. Like, I'm just going to do this. His career's over. They're going to kick him out. He's getting 5F'd and all of this kind of shit. Like, there's no safety net. Do you think a, that, that's, a, that's what a weak man does? He's on our side. <laughs> here's, here's, here's the deal, okay? We have people like James Top, like so many, I don't even want to name it. I mean, because I'll single out someone and forget someone else. And, and there's all people that we all respect and we all are inspired by or said something or did something for us in the last couple of years, three, four, five, whatever it was that changed our lives and, and made us better. Another great guy I served with, he's from Cape Breton. And um, I think he, he definitely just lifted this from the JTF guys. But, <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, and he would always say this, and I adopted it and started saying it because it's true. And that's, you know, that's what, you know, men are supposed to do. Learn from men that know more than you and that are stronger than you. And then learn and then try to do that. You can't do it on your own. And they would say, we're here to make each other better. That's the, whole, that's the only reason we're here. I'm here to help you. You're here to help me. We're here to help him. And he's here to help me. That, right? That's it. So whoever it is that you find, whoever that person is, just, you know, think of that. Think of how great they are. How much they've helped you and how much it's meant to you and how much worse this last, you know, however much time would have been without their influence and their presence and their you know, whatever it was, if they, their leadership, they made you laugh. They helped you with, with some kind of, I mean, some of the stories of people having their homes rebuilt and, and fucking getting bailed out of crazy situations, right? We have that. That's like, that's our team. And, and on the other side is people like the prime minister who has every advantage, all of the money, all of the media, all of the power, all of the tools and all he can figure out to do, all these people can do is hide in a hole. All they know, to, all they can figure out is hide in a hole and then send the horses. With all of that money and power and resources and all of those heads, all of the, <laughs> all of the horses. They had all of the horses, guys. So much that they had. And they couldn't take us down. They had to resort to that. Because they were wrong and they were scared of the other option. All of the horses and all the king's men will never put Humpty Dumpty back together again. Never, never lay.
Jason, thank you very much. Sir, he says, I want our top vets to run the country. I can think of a lot of amazing guys I would I would have no problem following. Because I didn't before. I wouldn't again. Because James Tom for Prime Minister, and you want me to run the police? Oh, man. cricket uh, factories now so we're gonna have to eat her to survive <laughs> hell billy says brenda goes under the bus it'll be like hitting a pregnant moose at 70 kilometers an hour i, I that's what i'm saying they got to be careful with what kind of bus goes i mean that's not a small person you're throwing under there all right listen to me and this is a this is an honest to god this is just a fact of situation this is not a strong impressive uh, physical specimen of human uh, potential you're throwing under this bus. This is a large, potentially morbidly obese, gelatinous mass that could clog up the axle. And it, it might fuck up the bus. You throw like a a, a 10 out of 10, like even if she's fit. I mean, have you seen Jennifer Aniston lately? Jesus Christ. I mean, bitch. How are you still even remo- like she's still kind of hot for being. In, I mean, wow. That's not who you're throwing, you know. Under the butt. I don't know if it's not going to. It could cause problems. I agree with Hellbilly. I think we got to be careful. Blam says they're going to absolutely. I read that one already. Uh, Joseph Call uh, said uh, Ford versus Lucky Cheese eating contest. Who will explode first? That is something we need to see. (laughs) And I think it's something we need to experience in cinematic form. It's been a while. In a world where the fate of a people is decided not in war. Not in politics. These people are alt-right extremists! They might to be destroyed! Not even in the banking industry. In the future, the people's fate is decided by one method alone. Two champions of fat gelatinous mass. Big butter baby, bigot back, better butter baby, bigot, big belly butter guy versus Cheesecake Brenda. And the winner takes all. I've never, I've never seen anybody eat so much cake in my life, Phil. We're coming into the third period now. We're on 16,000 pounds of cheesecake. I don't know what's going to happen. No one knows. The bomb squad's here. One of these people could explode. 
an entire country holds its breath. I've done more than this on my birthday in my sleep! Oh, bitch! Bitch, I ate all the butter in Ontario! You better, you better watch it, you yahoo! This summer... When everything's on the line... How far... Are you... Willing... To eat... To get what you want? I've eaten bigger things than this! <laughs> this movie will never be made, because I'll kill myself before it's done. <laughs> That's one way to do it. Isn't that a good way? I mean, we could run a country like that, couldn't we? <laughs> Throw in the towel! <laughs> Kirk on uh, YouTube. Throw in the towel! She can't stop herself! You'll eat herself to death! Throw in the towel! It's like Rocky. Throw in the towel, man! <laughs> she can't stop! She won't stop! She doesn't know how to stop! Somebody stop the food fight! <laughs> That's that's food fight too. That's what she should have called the movie Food Fight. She dies in the sequel. <laughs> oh, shut up. She's a terrible person. I'm allowed to make fun of her for being fit. That's the rule. If I think you're a good person, I don't care. It's just we've all got problems and we've all got shit that's no. We should be, you know. Well, at least I'm not fat. You smoke three packs a day. Touche. You know what I mean? However, if you're a piece of chewing garbage, I have absolutely no problem just putting my hand in your guts like Terminator 1 and just pulling your fucking intestines right out of your body. I'll just, I'll just annihilate you. Mer no mercy at all. I'll do it. It'll be clinical. It'll be like it's my job. Be like built, it'll be like the, the way my dad has built tires at Michelin for like 70 years. Ching, boom, clang, next. Ching, boom, clang, next. It won't even phase me. I won't even blink anymore. He hasn't slept since like 2005. Doesn't care. <laughs> I'm coming. Coming for you. Knight Rider 3 says London Bridge is falling down. Jack came tumbling down. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. Now go to bed in sweet dreams, child. Ever wonder what, what the fuck all those nursery rhymes were actually about? I think it was high level MK Ultra, Rage K Ultra brainwashing. That's what I think it was. Um,. Some of them are built are based around like horrible situations. Like a Ring Around the Rosie is is based around cholera and children dying from cholera. Ring Around the Rosie was like the rash around your neck, pocket full of posies because they would put they thought that would help them not die, so they put the posies in their pockets. Pocket full of posies, ashes, ashes. We all fall down. They fall down because they're dead. I'm not kidding. That's the nursery rhyme. The nursery rhymes are dark as shit. <laughs> Anonymous on YouTube says, can you put super chats on? I absolutely will not because I refuse to give YouTube any money as a child predatory evil company. And they take 50% of your money anyway. Do you want to give half your money to fucking Susan 
and and Google and I don't. I'm using YouTube as a subversive method to siphon people off of their platform and saying to other platforms like on Rumble where you can send super chats or entropystream.live. The link is down over here, slash entrystream.live slash raging distant, where you where you can send super chats. Don't don't I'll take them, but not on YouTube because fuck YouTube. <laughs> fuck you, Susan. She already stole five thousand dollars. I don't want any more. Let's take her, give her any more. That witch. Um, let's see. Brooker T. Horrible nursery rhymes. What are we talking about anymore? Uh, Brooker T. Says minister. Blog Fish was the chief of police of the G20 in Toronto. That's right. He did the heavy lifting for the globalist fenced green zone black block riot. Kettling citizens all night beating protesters. I know. Yep. And now he's, is it, do you think it's a coincidence that he is where he is? He, he pledged allegiance. He proved himself uh, willing to do what was asked of him. So he got promoted. That's how it works, buddy. They're not good people. You don't, th- this is another thing. This is another reason how you can kind of guess the people that are like running the country and, and did, did they do great things to get there? Are they impressive? Do they have a, a resume and a life story and a track record that reads like a fucking, you know, Harry Potter novel or something? Like, is it just like, wow, amazing? No, it's always like rich douchebag, drug dealer, used to suck dicks and probably still does. Like just shitty people. How is that possible? Unless... You're not there because you're a good person or an intelligent person. You're there because you're a person that does what they're told. And you're selfish enough and evil enough to be okay with subjugating and persecuting and stepping on other people as long as you get what you want. You really don't care about them. And you're very selfish and, and, and dumb. Like that, that pretty much describes the prime minister to a T, does it not? That's why they're there. That's why they are where they are. That's why people like Ron Paul were never president of the United States. And, and people like, uh, you know, George W. Bush was president of the United States. George W. Bush, although admittedly does seem like a fun guy. He does, he does seem like he'd be cool to hang out with. And unless he gets into the weird, you know, child stuff. We don't know what these people are like. But he should never have been president. He, he was owner of the Texas Rangers at one point. The guy was obsessed with ba- basketball. That would have been, the, that should have been his peak. The eccentric, alcoholic, you know, sometimes crashes his car into the side of the stadium at four in the morning because he was out doing blow with the cheerleaders for the team. You know, owner of the Texas Rangers, George W. Bush. That guy, that, that makes sense, right? He shouldn't have been fucking president. This way too much. So how'd that happen? Come on, man. Come on. How do we end up with these people? It's really, there's only three ways to, there's only three ways to get to places like that. By force, by appointment, or by merit. Which of the three do you think they chose, they, they used? I don't think the prime minister of this country forced his way up there. I don't think he, you know, cutthroat, killed, backstabbed, betrayed, out, out thought, you know, this isn't Game of Thrones guy. You know what I mean? That's not how he got there. Did he get there by merit? Absolutely not. So how did he get there? Appointment. Someone appointed him. Someone selected him. Someone selected him and many of the other people, like the RCMP commissioner, she's there because she was selected. She was chosen for a role, for a purpose, like a tool, like a man will fix the engine in a truck. I need a specific tool to do this specific job. I need a particular idiot in a particular position to do a particular thing. Brenda, that's you. For someone... 
And the and the people that appointed her were appointed themselves, and they've been appointed for from for somebody else as well. Oh, but the election! Oh, shut up! You're not allowed to be a serious elect. You're not allowed to be elected unless you're part of this machine. Let's be honest. Come on, to defeat that, to defeat this machine, would would you would need so much overwhelming popularity. I'm talking 85% of the population is behind you to the death. Then you could win that way. But it, that's, a, that's quite a hill to climb. Not impossible though. Uh, Hail Billy says, thou shalt protest too much, daddy government. Guilty. I agree. NWO Pickley says, I'm still betting there will be another election in 2023. There could be. If it falls apart it, and it's, it's, looking not, it's not looking good. Does the NDP really want to go down with these fools? That's going to be your first, you know. Either one of them, the NDP leader and the liberal leader, are both not doing good. Their own parties are like, listen, I still want to have, I still want a career. I still want to be able to do things. I don't want to tie myself to these fucking train wrecks who are literally destroying the country. I'm not going down like that. So I'm throwing them under the fucking bus. I don't give a, anybody else want to get the fuck out of here. I don't want to do this anymore. They'll get, they'll get, they'll get canned by their own, they'll get, you know, Caesared by their own people, <laughs> you know, not literally we could hope, but, uh, they'll, they'll probably end up getting rid of them and trying to salvage something. But, you know, uh, it could happen. Grills Jesus can't make it to Ottawa, but any dags in the Burlington area stopped by the farmer's market July 1st to free maple grilled cheese dags. Are you in the Burlington area? Burlington kicked ass. I was down there uh, a couple months ago. To stop by the farmer's market, 1st of July, Canada Day. Free maple grilled cheese while supplies last and Diagalon cheese imported by Philip. Free your dags, but Cirque's got to pay double. They got to pay double. He says, rage Twitter DM for cheese pick. Oh, boy. What? I don't want to check my DMs. It's always horrible in there. Better be a piece of cheese. It is. It is a piece of cheese. He didn't lie. There it is. <laughs> that's cheese cool dude we got our own cheese we got cheese people now hey 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 Ramona did you lead oh you can't answer me because you're my prisoner now and I've taken your RV I've taken everything I warned I would destroy you and you didn't you didn't take me seriously do you have people that make cheese we do we don't have anything you've <laughs> fraud investigations <laughs> Philip Cheese. Philip Cheese. NYC bit 212 says bottoms up for the Toppinator. I bet Ottawa feels like the little kid in trouble waiting for dad to get home from work. That's right. Good one. Tassanico says who shot first, the RCP or the bank robber mannequins? Also, the Ottawa police chief looks like a giant penis monster. Why is everything penises to you? Is there something you want to tell us? What's going on here? But yeah, that is a good question. No one seems to know. Senior Bing says here's my hope for Canada. Less Yugoslavia, more Czechoslovakia. <laughs> He means this. Uh, Hypnagogia says the Dutch should be pissed off. Without farmers, they have no food. Right. Not a big place. Fisher of Men says I'm already in downtown Ottawa establishing my cover as a homeless person. I'm pushing a shopping cart with a wonky wheel, and I want a smelly dog in a card game today. Hitting the garbage bins at the Rideau Center as soon as it opens tomorrow. Enjoy. Enjoy your new alter ego life as a homeless man in Ottawa. Uh, when everybody gets there, you'll eat well. When I was there, when the convoy was there, uh, they gained weight. The the homeless actually were gaining weight and, and doing well. 
Uh, Hailbilly says it's important to learn from the man above you and teach the man below you. Exactly. That's the army's mentality. That's just, that's just how it has to be. Um, it's almost in a way, not, not entirely, but there's a lot of things about the life in the military or in a combat unit where it's like, it is that way because that is the way it is. That's life. That's, that's how this works. That's how life, that's like the rules of the game in which that you and I are now playing are don't die. And also kill the other guy. That's the game where do you understand what you've what you've engaged yourself in? So you're you're now in the military. You're an infantry soldier, or you're an engineer, or you're a special forces operator, or you're a tank driver, or you're you know maybe maybe you're maybe you're real lucky. You're a you're a fighter pilot, or something like this, or an, or an artillery guy. You know one one of these. And you gotta kill him and not die yourself. This is a pretty serious fucking game. That's the most serious game and most serious thing you can do. So, do you have time for nonsense and make-believe things that don't work in real life? Or do you? Do you have time for things that don't... If it doesn't help you defeat the other people and, and have as little damage to yourself as possible, is it worth doing? Is it worth pursuing? Mm, no, it's not. It's not. And one of the one of those great things is that uh, wherever you are, if you know anything, it's your job and your duty to teach the guy younger than you, newer than you, weaker than you. You know what I mean? People want to pretend like there's not a hierarchy of pe- every human group of people. There's a power structure. There's always a leader, and then there's the beta leaders. Something else. Somebody talk about the beta male. The beta male is not a bad thing, actually. In the Greek fucking. It was like the you know, the the, the, out, the guy, the king, the guy in charge, and then the beta male is like his number one guy. Like the number, if he dies, it's him. And then it goes all, all the way down. But those things, those you know, these, these structures exist, and this is what you're supposed to do. If you're not at the very bottom, if you're one rung up, it's your job to teach the people below you and learn from the people above you. And that way, you're passing on the knowledge and you're learning. It, it everybody, it helps everybody. We're all there to make each other better and and, and to do everything uh, better. Whatever your strengths are, I want to learn them how to do them. And whatever my weaknesses are, I want you to point them out to me so that I can fix them. And then both of us are now stronger than we were before. And we're on the same team. So now our team is fucking stronger than it was before. Do you see how that works? What if we all did that? Instead of trying to tear each other down and and criticize and fucking sit on the couch and eat popcorn and talk shit about people that are, um, you know, throwing their lives down on the line for the rest of us. Why don't you just shut up and listen and maybe learn something? Or if you got something to say that's not completely fucking useless... Why don't you help people? Why don't you do something? Just a suggestion. Uh, Hypnagogia says, we're all on the same side. We all still have souls. Well, not all of us. <laughs> Grills Jesus can't make Donald many dags. And bro- oh, he said it again. He's back. Buy seeds. Uh, man respect the dags as iron sharpens iron. Exactly, right? So a man sharpens his friend. Countless examples of generous hearts in this community. Thanks, friends. Death to Stalin. True North Anarchy says, I demand to see the coat. Also, fuck the government. Don't worry. I've planned for this. You don't see it, but it's here. It's here, all right. The Blue Taco says, I'm loving the two-angle thing, man. It's totally like the brainwashing on TV. <laughs> Shamelessly, it is. I'm not, I'm not trying to brainwash people. I want people to have a good... T- if, if you're watching this and you enjoy this, and I think like, hey, something you already enjoy, this might make it better. You might like this. Now it's even more fun. You know, why wouldn't I do that? I'm not an asshole. If it works, it works. If it, if it's more fun, if it's better then do it, if it's, if it doesn't work, then don't do it. But 
you know. Don't say I never did nothing for you. <laughs> he says, it's totally like the brainwashing on TV, but better, extremer. This group of people is the best out there. I can't say enough how great this community is. And it's just good people finding other good people. The lines have been drawn. It's bad people against good people. That's what this is coming down to. It's the good guys versus the bad guys. As naive and cliche and ridiculous as that may sound, that is what it is. That is where it is, where it be, and how it's going down. Because you can't do this while... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's a premature bomb filation. This beer is just so excited, it can't wait to... Fortunately, it ruined its whole night early. You know? It had a, had a big night ahead of it, but it, it, it's going to have to go home early because it too quickly, um, you know, sprinted to the finish line, if you know what I mean. <laughs> there we go. It's okay. It's okay. Happens to everybody. It's happened to me one time in my whole life. One time it did happen. So it's happened to everybody. <laughs> when I was 17. I don't remember what I was talking about. Yes, the community's uh, wonderful. They're... they're you need to believe that um, that group of people... We know how to say the group of people talk. <laughs> I'm, not trying to, I'm not trying to get... That's what they don't understand. I'm not trying to get things. There's, not, there's nothing in this for me personally, really. Like, there's no, like... I'm not going to bed at night thinking about how uh, eventually I'll have a Lamborghini. And I'll, and I'll fucking... No, man. Like, I... This shit is wrong. Like, this is wrong. And I have to say something about it. And I just have to. And I'm fortunate that I've been as successful as I have been because of this, the support and the help and the encouragement and, you know, the backstop and, and, the, and the tow truck and, and a lot of times that I've needed in my life for the last few years. I've, for, if it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't, you know, be where I am and do what I'm doing. And that's how every, everyone I find in, the, in this, in this space, mostly all of them are, are on some level or entirely on that level. And it's all just, hey, we just... We're just good people that just, we just don't want to be fucked around anymore, right? And we know right from wrong. And we know, you know, what's bad and what's not. And that's, that's indig, that's our culture. Like, that's what this is. This is not, you know, this stupid thing too, right? Like, it's, it's just a, it's a joke, but it's, it's our culture. We're, we're Canadians. We're, we're, this is, this is how we, we, we are. This is all the things we've believed. These are the things that we believe are right and wrong, good and not good. And, all you have to do is say it out loud and then thousands of people are like, yeah, we all think the same thing. That's indicative of an underlying, you know, foundational uh, culture that we have and that we share. And I like that culture. That's our culture. That's who we are. That's who we've always been. And I like it. And I'm proud of it. And I'm proud of the, the world that my fathers and grandfathers and so on and beyond, our, our mothers and grandmothers suffered and toiled and bled and died and sacrificed to build and maintain and nurture and hand off to us. I am proud of those things. I'm never going to say that I'm not proud of them because they're my family. Well, well, you weren't there. I don't care. My dad was and his dad was my mom and her mom and on and on. And I love those people. They're amazing. Fuck you to say I'm not proud of my own family. It's literally my own family and your family and all of our families that have been here for hundreds of years to build and create something and now you've got these assholes that want to show up and just tell us it's all bad, it's all wrong, and you're a bad person. You're a bad guy now. 
you're an you're a, an a, an extremist now because you don't you're hanging on to something I'm trying to rip out of your hands. And you think I wouldn't? Like, is this some kind of surprise to you? This is, we're not the violent ones. They are the aggressors. They started this. They said, hey, nice lunchbox. Can I have it? And we said, sure, a little bit. And we gave them some food. I said, what about that? Okay, I guess. What about this and that? Well, no, I'm not comfortable with that. What about all of it? I'm not giving you all of it. Give me your fucking lunchbox. No. Give me your lunchbox. No. Give me your entire lunchbox. I said, fuck you, make me. Nope. And you hold on to the death grip. So you want this? You're going to have to fucking kill me to take it from you. But you're the one that's going to start the fight. I'm just not letting go. All we have to do is just not let go. Go ahead, swing at me and see what happens. Give lunches away, I take them. Veteransforfreedom.ca, CanadaMarches.ca. Let's go! Tomorrow's the fucking day! I'm, I'm so excited. CRJ says all the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Redacted's regime back together again. Full draw scrubs. Hey, yo, great set, bro. Hey, Donnie, thank you. It means a lot, buddy. Fisher of Men says deploy Brenda to the Ukraine straight to the FIBA, the Ford Edge of the Buffet area. Oh, she's going to the FIBA. <laughs> the DSS evidence says food boog too. the great cakening. <laughs> food fight yeah poop up platter that is a big one that's the biggest one that's the biggest one you've ever produced good for you Morgan you seeing this it's our favorites <laughs> look at it it's huge just like you like uh, <laughs> grills cheese says uh, Dutch black lemon gouda Philip won't say what the white cheese is made from I'm afraid to ask Emoji with hard eyes. See you on the beach. Our foes are internal, not Russian. That's right. Uh, Hellbilly Deluxe says, I love the SMO motion artillery. The slow, slow, probably slow motion artillery firing. War boner material. It is. It is the best. Camus Key says, the power bottoms teach the other. <laughs> yes, they do. They're good at it. They, and they're, they're teaching each other to get, you know, fucked up even worse. And that's why they lose. And they're going to keep losing. Uh, we're getting stronger, and they're not. And they're mad about it. They're real mad about it. Camus Key says, the two-camera thing reminds me of Rush Limbaugh. Oh, gee. Well, yeah, but you have heard of Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> and then Paris says, fuck you, make me. All right, buddy. 
That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing here. That's what's going on now. That's where we're at now. Um, what else? Let's see here. <laughs> Trump is to blame for 9-11. Yeah, that whole thing is retarded. NATO, more money to Ukraine. Oh, this is a, this is this is worth this is worth yelling about. <laughs> I knew I had something. Um, but before I do, I'm just gonna take a quick break. And again, I just want you to know that I just people need to appreciate this. The man walked from Vancouver to Ottawa. I've said it so many times, but I'm not like didn't just walk. He did it with a rucksack. He marched. He ran many of the many of the kilometers. Ran, ran, ran. And this isn't. This is no disrespect to Terry Fox. I love Terry Fox. Unlike Derek, who hates him. <laughs> Derek actually. Derek actually went back in time with Philip and gave Terry cancer because Derek hates him that much. He was that jealous. There's a whole other alternate timeline where Terry Fox is prime minister. Derek hated anyway. That's why he did it. And he went back and assassinated Terry Fox because him and anyway, uh, what he's doing is, is incredible and amazing and selfless and and it has all the all the the classic things uh, that you want. It it's got he's sacrificing his 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 income and his career, potentially his reputation. His spirit, his mind, and his body have been, have been laid out for, for beatings, literally. Like, I don't even want to know what this guy's feet look like at this point, right? And he's almost there. It's tomorrow, guys. Do you remember when we first talked about this in, in February? It feels like a year ago. I found this, and I saw the video of him, and I was like, holy shit, this guy's a maniac. And I was like, who is, there's like, have you heard about this guy, this military guy? He's going to ruck across the country. I'm like, oh, sure. Well, let's see. Let me see. And they throw him up there. And I'm like, okay. He walks in. And the first thing he does is does this and then points to the, the Patricia hat badge. I'm like, aggressive entrance. All right. I'm looking at his metal rack. He's got the fucking silver jump wings. He's a PPCLI warrant officer. I'm like, oh, this guy might be able to do it. <laughs> oh, he could pull this. This might be the guy. And it was. He was not fucking around. That is, that's who you want. And it's tomorrow, man. It's, it's incredible. And, and I'll, and I'll just, I, I'm not going to speak for him because I don't know, but if I, if I had to hazard a guess, because I think we believe a lot of the same things, the ultimate, ultimately the bottom line, if nothing else, all that happens, he goes and, and touches the war memorial tomorrow and, it's a complete failure otherwise. There's no policy change. There's no dialogue. It all peters out. It goes, it amounts to nothing. It, it, was, it was entirely worth it. And it was a huge, enormous fucking success because it ignited the passions and imaginations and, and patriotism and reignited those feelings of, of unity and community and national unity that we've been missing for so long. James gave that to you by, by personally suffering. He did that for you. That is, that is an... an it's incredible that 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 is that someone cares that much to do something that difficult. Uh, man, I mean, I'm speechless. I mean, I don't know what to say. Um, anyway, he deserves um, he deserves a lot more than just the just the uh, support that that I can give him. And and to the guys in the crew that have been helping him, supporting him, you guys are amazing. And I've met a lot of them. You guys are you kick ass. You're the best people. <laughs>
they never, um, never once. They didn't even ask questions. They just had my back. There wasn't even a discussion. All of those guys, all those people, they, and I, and I, my whole life, I just, that my biggest fear was that that feeling that I thought of something like that, not existing, that like that brotherhood, that community, that, that camaraderie of, of the, you know, the warrior tribe of people, like we'll, we'll go and do the nasty things, but like there, that needs to be a thing, right? Like people need things in their lives. Like they need love in their lives. They need, you know, whatever, something to be real. Cause if it's not, what the fuck are we doing? And that was something that I needed to be real. And I was like, just please God, don't. Everything, every, so many other things are so fake. That can't be fake. That's not fake. I felt, I knew that was real. That's real, right? And then when things got tough, just like I, I basically was praying into fucking existence, this would happen. I've talked over the hills at the last minute, like the fucking cavalry. There they are, man. Didn't have to be everybody. Just had to be some of them to, to know that you're not alone and you're not the only one. And there's a lot of other people that see it just like you do. And um, if they're going to take you down, we're going to stand there right next. We're going to stand there with you and they can take us all at the, at the same time if that's how it's going to be. That's a beautiful fucking thing. So thank you so much to, to all of you guys, the entire the Vest for Freedom organization, um, all of Top's guys, all of his people, James himself, and all of you guys. You've done so much, not just for myself, but for so many other people. And it's been an honor and a privilege and a, and a to be here to witness this and be part of this to anything I could do to help. I, I've just, it's, it's a privilege. I consider it an honor and a privilege. And I'll, I, it's something I would tell my kids about and whatever happens, uh, you know, we've already won. So check this out. I'll be right back. Fire it up. <laughs> Hello everyone. Well, due to circumstances beyond our control, um, what am I talking about? All those circumstances are in our control. So uh, we decided to do a different type of end of the day video. Um, we're not actually moving. Uh, it's a landscape that's moving around us. It's a joke. Anyway, we ended the day way back uh, in um, Carp, uh, on the outskirts of Carp, we're on our way to Ottawa. Like I said, we're gliding it in today because uh, we're a little bit ahead of schedule. And uh, it's better this way. I would rather have it like this than having to race into Ottawa at the last minute. You know, <laughs> let's the excitement build this way. So um, that's it for today. We're gonna uh, we're gonna call it. We're gonna call it. We had a short day, 20 kilometers. Um, we're going to go to uh, Ottawa right now, take it easy, have a rest day tomorrow, start again on, on Wednesday the 29th, another short day, and then 30th, the 30th of June is our big day. But we'll get there, we'll get there. Today, it's the end of the day. That's it, that's it, that's all I got. 20 kilometers, that's it.
Are you kidding right now? Are you kidding? Let's go. this is real life right now like this is a real thing that's happening this is fucking insane this is like lord of the rings this is the march to mordor dude If you're having problems being proud to be a Canadian this Canada Day and you're you're not sure, you don't have any kind of hope, you don't have anything that makes you feel good, watch go find out who this man is and watch and and just just sit in that story for a little while. Because <laughs> it really is. It's Lord of the Rings. <laughs> it really is. Tom has to take the ring to more he's got a <laughs> And he's got guys going with him, like the Samwise Gamgee character that's like, come on, you can do it, man, you know? Because <laughs> it just started off with him, and he collected more friends and allies along the way, right? Holy shit. Lord of the top. <laughs> what a fucking, what a time, man. Hey. We're not going down without a fucking nothing being said about it. At least, it's a, no one in the United States is don't do anything like this. Think about that. Am I Gimli? I don't know. Who would I be? <laughs> I want to be that sexy elf guy that gets all the chicks. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> you know, I liked in Lord of the Rings. I just love him as the actor, Sean Bean. I, I'm a, that's another secret th- people that if you don't watch this a lot or follow me a lot, I'm, I'm actually a huge like movie nerd. Um, I love, I love, it's just great shit. I, I love Sean Bean. I think he's amazing. Great actor. I just, you know, he's good. He's no fucking Homelander though. <laughs> but he's good. I like him in a lot of movies. And he was really great in the first Lord of the Rings. He had a sick fucking death. Uh, he's been killed in so many movies. He's been killed more than anyone on the screen, I think, ever. Uh, BGB, what's up? Black Guy Biggest, says 2030 projections show the largest growing homeless population in North America are single women over 30. With crushing student loan debt, our infrastructure wasn't designed for what's to come. That's true. Where do you find all these, you know, blue checkmark women on 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 uh, on Twitter with cats and box of wine addictions, and they've got nowhere to live? Like, what do they do then? <laughs> um, what's he saying? Why? It's not American colors. It's red and it's blue. But this is kind of. Oh, you don't like it? What's this? You don't like that? There, how's that? Now we're just mean. Now we're just angry all the time. Is that better? There. There you go. Only cans. <laughs> Raging Albertan. It's all red now. Um, NWO Pickley says, once again, a Patricia did it for... Well, he was RCR also, I'll have you know. James Toff and I were in the same unit in 3rd Battalion RCR. He was the unit master sniper, the UMS at the time. And some people may recall, and we laughed about this, and he's like, I think I remember that. 
There was a time when, uh, a few years ago, there was a Stolen Valor case. This guy was uh, <laughs> pretending to be, um, he wanted to be an army guy. He wanted to go downtown in Ottawa on Remembrance Day and pose as an army guy and just, that's what he wanted to do. Don't recommend it. Very disrespectful. Uh, however, very entertaining for us because this is like, People don't, people don't understand. To, to just simply don the appearance of, say, just an infantry corporal in the army when you don't know how to do it at all is not easy. But this guy didn't choose to be a random infantry corporal. No, 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 no. He chose... Uh, his name will come back to me because we, we created an award for it in 3rd Battalion and we did it for a one or two years and I think somebody was like, we can't keep doing this. This is horrible. <laughs> I fucking miss the army so much. I'm not going to lie. You get out and you're like, I hate that place. I never wanted to go back. And, and then eventually it gets replaced by like, it was all right. It, you know what? It was good. And then eventually you're like, it was the best, best job I've ever had. It was fucking amazing. I loved it. I loved every minute of it. Because it was pain and suffering and it was character building. And when the older guys would tell you that when you were there, you didn't believe them. And it's not until you get older, 30s and 40s, you realize what it's really done for you and what it really, what it really means. Gervais, the Sergeant Gervais Award. This guy's name was something Gervais, G-E-R-V-A-I-S. He didn't just pretend to be some random guy. No, 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 no. He pretended, he put on, first of all, he's wearing a full Canadian Forces dress uniform. He's on TV. And I walk into the, basically like little cafeteria, lunchroom kind of break area where they serve sandwiches and there's shit. In the battalion, you know, there's hundreds of guys that work there. Lunchroom, like anywhere else where there's a bunch of men and people working, like there's an area where that exists. There's a gym, there's all kinds of little... And I go in there for lunchtime and I sit down at this table and there's a few other guys there and they're all, it's all the recon guys. I was a, a master corporal at the time and there was uh, three or four other sergeants and, and they were, and they were um, the Mike Company guys, the paratroopers. And in the paratrooper units, you wear a maroon beret. It's like a, it's a maroon color. That's how, that's what makes them different from the other regular, they're paratroopers and they're in a paratrooper unit. So they're in, you know, Mike company, three RCR and they're sitting there eating. And then there's this guy on the TV and he's, he's got a maroon beret on. So we're like, oh, huh. And he's got an RCR hat badge on. So we're like, oh fuck, who's this guy? And then they notice, wait, he's got this weird chin strap beard. He's, but that, and, and he's got these weird gla uh, sunglasses. You're not allowed to wear like, there's only certain things you're allowed to wear, and this is one of them. We're like, what the, what the fuck is this? And he's got all these fake medals that don't make sense. We're like, what, what are these? What kind of, these are not even in the right order. What is that? What does that one even mean? And he's got jump wings on, and he's got a fucking Pathfinder torch on. So he, this guy, do you know how many Pathfinders there are? So there, the Pathfinders is a very specific, very intense, very difficult. Only the elite guys in the infantry do this course. The Pathfinder course is like the elite fucking, like, <laughs> these these are the guys that they can navigate through anything, find anybody, get anywhere, and they can go forever. They're tough, they're mean, they're fucking smart. These are the guys, right? And in three RCR, in all of the Royal Canadian Regiment, only three RCR has paratroopers. And only the three RCR paratroopers have a Pathfinder unit. And in that Pathfinder unit, there's only like four guys. <laughs> there's only a handful of them, right? <laughs> and they're, I'm just sitting there eating going... Watch them go, what the fuck? They're getting more and more mad by the minute, right? And they're like, if I'm here and you're here and he's here, who the hell is that guy? 
I don't think James Top was one of them. I think he was there at the gate. We're all like, who the fuck? People started coming in. We're like, hey, get in here. Who the fuck is this asshole? He was busted within 30 seconds of being on TV. His life was destroyed. It happened that fast because we were all just sitting there like monsters in the cafeteria. That's the ruthlessness of the of the combat arms of the infantry where it's like we just sit around and look at each other for trying to find weak. It's like a game. Hey, you can't fucking ruck very fast. And then we just fucking zero in on that guy and try to murder him. And then he either gets better or he leaves. So I'm like, okay, good, okay. He's kind of weak. Let's get him. <laughs> it's like this ruthless environment. There's a guy pretending. Didn't go very well. Didn't go very well. He got charged. And then we had an award. They, they made it the, the Sergeant Gervais Award. And it was an insult award they would give out at Christmas time <laughs> to who they believed was doing the best job at pretending to be a soldier. You know what I mean? It's not, so, it's not a word you wanted. It's like, you might, you're basically not even a real soldier. You're like, pretend. That's how shitty you are. So here's your award. It was like, the, you're the shittiest guy we have award. <laughs> and then I think somebody put a stop to it. But anyway. Um... <laughs> the army was funny N.W. Pickley said oh yeah so that's how it started but he was an RCR uh, at a, for a while anyway won't hold still says kids in school should be learning about top not topless trannies death to Stalin I agree Anderson Pellin says could you imagine if he after he got to Ottawa he turned around and walked back he just shows up and goes that's all I had to say about that and then just leaves and just puts his rocks back on he's like James where are you going he's like going home <laughs> are you well, we could get on a plane or a car. Nope. I only know how to travel one way now. <laughs> he just says to him, he has to rucksack everywhere for the rest of his life. <laughs> get stuff. Oh, that would be hilarious. Senior Bean says three shots for Rudy. Anyways, that's what Rittenhouse reminded me of. Right. Yeah, the underdog story. Everybody loves it. Everybody loves a good one. Jesus Gretzky says the Topinator is the kind of man children should grow up looking up to. Like I did with my grandfather who put his life on the line in World War II. Exactly. Says, fuck celebrities, James Top is a legend. Yes, he is. Because celebrities are what? They're just, they represent uh, narcissism, pursuit of uh, wealth and, and power and status, all bad things. These are not things you should want, like, go after. That's not going to make you a better person. A, a, you know, a, a more, it's not going to make you a better person. What they should be looking up to and what I would encourage, you know, my own sons and, and daughter to look up to is, like, find people like that. That are like willing to willing to go down to protect others and, and to, you know, risk it all for the greater good. Like that's fucking that's amazing. That's very impressive. People like that are very impressive. And they come out on top more often than they don't. No pun intended. People um people appreciate that and they take care of people like that that are willing to go that far. So um Thank you for those. And over here, the cow punching dirtbag has returned and he's punching more cows. He says, God bless James Top, a true Canadian hero. Sad I can't make it to Ottawa to be with everyone and show my support. Got to keep punching those cows and fools. Long live Dagalon. Thank you very much, Mr. Uh, Mr. Dirtbag, cow punching maniac. Now this is, well, there's a bunch of other stuff I didn't get to. I don't want to run it along too long. I might, well, we're only at two and a half. We got, we got time. Um, and it's, uh, I'm taking a break. I won't be back until next Monday. The 4th of July, 4th of July, because it's obviously a holiday this weekend. I'm not spending Canada Day evening in here. <sighs> Listen, Morgan and I, and uh, this guy, we're having some people over. So, you know. 
I'm going to be busy that night. <laughs> but I won't be back until next week. Um, so I, maybe I'll stay a little bit longer. I don't know. We'll see, we'll see what happens. I love it. I love it. I love this great new... Uh, this is. Do we want it to be red? What else do we got? We, I'm going back to... The, I don't know. Everyone thought it was America. It was just... I don't know. I think it makes more of a police, police colors, you know? Because I'm a bad guy. Look, the police lights are literally right behind me. And this guy, this is too bright and washed out up here. This way, when I got to fix this, but uh, I'll probably check in on uh, a little bit there. Blue Talk on Telegram. I may go live on Telegram once or twice to say hi, something like that. Uh, BGB says, you know, it glows when the police can't identify the firearms on a crime scene 48 hours later or the names of the suspects or their identities or anything. Um, I, f- I think mannequins are don't normally have addresses or lives to look. They don't have social media pages. So I don't know how, how it's going to work. Uh, Sertos says, haven't been around lately, just been busy. Uh, you've been here every night, have you not? Going to have to listen to this tomorrow. Here's 20 bucks for the last few I missed. Uh, give yourself some beers. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Karen Kanzner, um, James Top marched to Ottawa and never missed one step. The finance minister <laughs> stabs her clit on a pride flag and needs... Oh, you guys go to great lengths to make me think about these horrible things, don't you? You really try. You really craft these messages in a way that I'm not going to be suspicious until the last, the last hideous, horrifying second. I mean, I fucking swear to God. I'm okay now. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. There's no reason to get upset. Everything's, everything's uh, going to be just fine. Isn't it, Karen? Yeah, it's going to be fine now. Hellbilly as his base, based Canada Day orgy. <laughs> what can I We like to party, you know? What can I say? <laughs> You guys are awesome. What's not awesome is the following. Uh, World War Three is ago. NATO, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? We're sending another half a billion dollars to Ukraine because why wouldn't you? Now, just like it was... Like I said, I'm getting... I'm not getting tired of saying, I fucking told you so. It's just paying attention. This is a real uh, campaign, I guess, uh, informational campaign from the government of South Australia. Do you know what it says? It's about vaccines. Can you guess what it means? Can you guess what it says?
dude. And people are going to do it. They're going to go get it. You got to be fully vaccinated, which is now three shots in Australia. And it's about to be three in Canada. And then it's going to be four and it's going to be five. There was never even going to be a vaccine. And then there was never going to be a second dose. There was never going to be a third. They were never going to be required. You're going to have to do it. Well, there's only going to be certain people, just grandma, just old people. Well, just the adults, not the kids. Well, okay, but the kids, not down to like six or five or even toddlers or anything. That'd be crazy. Or one years old. Okay, well, down to one or six month old babies, I guess. But only just going to be one, not just two or three. Or, okay, we're going to make, okay, well, it's going to be three and it's going to be mandatory. You're going to need to have a job, but that doesn't mean. It doesn't mean. <laughs> stop. Stop. Stop, Australia. You're killing me, bro. That's too. <laughs> Sponsored by Pfizer. Oh, my God. And people are going to go out and do it immediately. And not see. Like. Oblivious. Oblivious with a capital O. Oblivious. Nothing wrong. Nothing weird's going on, guys. (laughs) Chelsea says, just listening to you with me, mom. Oh, geez. She walked right in to the the orgy conversation. That's awkward. Hey, it's not for kids. Listen, we're all adults. We're all... Even the really nice and good people. People I never expected talk, come out to me like, hey, I, I like your podcast, man. I'm like, you? Really? Like, <laughs> deep down, I'm just telling you what you already know. Says, <laughs> <laughs> so just listening with me, mom, Master Corporal Pam Jari, daughter of Sergeant Clem Jari. I don't know who that is. But he sounds cool. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the support. And Jaded Mandarin's back again. And thank you again. For, you guys, the Rumble people are just, it's crazy over there. Raising my glass to James and our veterans that are marching tomorrow. Godspeed and thank you again on behalf of. I did what I could. I, I'm not. <sighs> I'm not going to lump and say like, I wish I'd done more or different things or whatever. I'm just glad that I got to participate. I got to be a part of that. I got to talk and meet with all these people and go to these, these, these dinners and these meetings and, and, and help promote people and make connections and network people together and, and just plug people into the right that I didn't just watch it happen. I got to physically fucking do some of this, man. Like I got to be a part of this. That is an honor and a privilege. I mean, I can't, you'll never take that from me. I'm so happy I got to do that, and I'm so happy that I that that these guys, um, you know, vets for freedom, people like James Top, and and all of the not just Tamara Lich, everybody, all everybody in the in the community that has that has sacrificed and put so much on the line, that I can that I can bring that to to you to people that want to hear about it, that want to see it, and they want to support it. They don't. Again, not everybody wants to be you know <laughs> the fucking captain of the football team. You know what I mean? But that doesn't mean they don't want to support the team and you know buy tickets and 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 what do it try to help right? That's how it's done. That's how you know teams are are made and how they work. And that I can try to help both sides of this is just being a. Cl- I'm basically the team mascot. I'm an idiot. I run around. I'm an imbecile, but I'm trying to help everyone. I'm just trying to you know I just want us to win right. And um, 
I'm sure those guys would say thank you. They, they're, they're overwhelmed and they're, they're so appreciative. I can't tell. I mean, I've seen you know, grown men cry about it. The letters and stuff you guys send them, they, that means everything to them. They don't want, they don't need your money and they don't want your fucking, they don't want to be, they don't want to go on Tucker Carlson and be famous. They want, you know what really moves these guys is getting letters from real people saying how much they, they've been helped and how, how much they believe in what they're doing. That's a, that's a powerful thing. And they, and they would thank you to the, you know, they're, they'll never, they'll die with that level of appreciation. And as, you know, one of the, one of the regular people also, I'm, you know, I know what it's like. To, I'm in a unique position where it's like, I know, I know what it's like to be both. I grew up idolizing these guys, these, these soldiers, these great warriors. I grew up like believing like these guys are the coolest fucking people that have ever lived. And then I got to, you know, try to, and then I got to walk with them and, and live that kind of life with them and just kind of watch the whole thing. And that was a privilege too. And, um, you know, it, it goes, trust me, the love and the respect goes absolutely both ways. They couldn't exist without you and, you know, vice versa. And we need each other. And it's just, that's the, that's the, that's the bond between, you know, people and their, their warriors, you know, like they'll go do it. They'll go do whatever it takes. The only, the, all the deal is just, just be there for them when they, when you, when they need you. That's it. Just take care of them when they need, that's all. And they don't need a lot. And just support each other and be, and be there for each other. Otherwise, what the fuck? It's a, it's been a beautiful thing and I'm, I'm just so happy and I can't wait for tomorrow. It's going to be amazing to see this happen. So yeah, from, from Jaded Manor and from all of us here in the entire nation of Diagonal, God bless you. Thank you so much and Godspeed. And tomorrow is going to be a huge day and nobody in the world has earned it more than, more than James Top. Blue Taco says, oh, I almost forgot. If you make it out to BC, there's a place on the island with goats on the roof. Goats on a roof. It's a tourist trap, but goats on a roof. I'll go on the roof with the goats. I'll, I don't care. I'll do anything. I'm crazy. <laughs> Now, there's been a shift in society. It's almost like, I've never had this happen to me personally, but I've seen it happen to other people near me. And I'm kind of watching the same thing play out in real time where there's like someone there's two different people that want a date and it's a tough call and they just go with this one throw this one away we're going with this one and then six months later three months later they're like mm, I fucking made a mistake I should have went with the other one. Oh no. Now we have an an army, a police force, a healthcare apparatus. Hell, even in the media to a lot of a lot of places. There's a lot of people in Canada right now with what we like to call buyer's remorse. Isn't there? You picked the wrong girl. You went with the wrong team. You sucked the wrong dick. And now everything's getting worse and going to hell. 
Had you gone with the other side, the people that were telling you common sense, that were telling you the truth, the uncomfortable truth, the things you didn't want to be true, but they were, that required accept, uh, accountability, that required pain and suffering and sacrifice. You didn't want those things. You took the easy way. You took the direct way. You took the instant way. You took the McDonald's drive through give me the eight-pack of nuggets, please, way of getting what you wanted rather than doing the work and doing it the hard way and building a solid foundation. You wanted it now. You wanted it now. You wanted it quick and you want it now. And look what we got. We have a, the military is now going to be cutting capabilities while we're simultaneously going to rattle, you know, war savers and threaten the Russians, the Russian Federation, um, and by extension, their allies in, in China, in Iran, in North Korea, in other parts of the world, other countries are, well, that will flip side. I mean, we're, we're going to, while we're doing, while we're flirting with the Third World War, we should look into cutting capabilities and use public servants to handle more jobs. Well, let's just hire people off the street to do our, you know, jobs that the military is for. It says, directive from top general and deputy minister. Well, the top general, again, is a communist. He is politically connected. He has personal connections to the Liberal Party. That's why he does what he does. That's why he enforces critical race theory. That's why he toes the party line on the propaganda, what the news says, what the liberal, because he's a liberal party member. He's a believer. He's political. This is not a soldier. This is a guy who wants to be Julius Caesar. This guy thinks he's going places. He's got his eyes on the prize and he thinks he's going to use his position in the military to springboard his way into a career just like the public safety minister I mentioned before, who was formerly a cop. This guy is in a position to go much further as general of the Canadian forces who is also a good little boy that does what he's told. Doesn't he have a bright future, yay? Sure does. And he got it on the expense of people like John Vance and others who were axed and destroyed because they allegedly, this is the story I've heard, they didn't want to go along with the program. So they found ways, they found reason, they found any kind of blackmail they could to force them out and only keep the people in that were going to feed the machine. And this guy right here, that's one of them. There he is. And as they're openly saying, hey, let's fight World War III with the Russians, but at the same time, we're going to have to cut capabilities. We're, in other words, we're going to have to weaken the military. Not expand capability. When you're talking about the armed forces of the, the Empire of Dag Dagalon, I don't want to hear, I, I only want to hear expanded capabilities. I don't want to hear reduced capabilities. You understand? That's a no-go. We're not going backwards. Ever. That is unacceptable. You will fix this immediately, <laughs> you know? They need to assess what capabilities and projects can be divested, paused, or rescoped to generate capacity savings. What a, what a champion. And this is the guy that we, we've uh, trusted to defend the country, right? This is the guy that if World War III happens, this guy's in charge. Do you understand what that means? Like, he's the guy. And he's also saying, hey, um, we got to find out what we can cut and get rid of uh, because we need to save money. You know what you probably shouldn't have done was fire tens of thousands of your soldiers because they didn't want to go along with an unethical, immoral, illegal um, health mandate from the government. 
especially when you're going, you know, positioning yourself to act like you're going to go fight a war. Is it really the wisest time to be cutting thousands and thousands of your, you know, already scarce and not enough of troops and soldiers and experts? And apparently it is because my name's Wayne. I'm a fucking smart guy. I knew he was a fucking loser the minute I met him. The minute I met this motherfucker, I was like, this guy's an asshole and an imbecile. There was a there was an exercise we were doing. It was a live fire exercise. It was not, and, and we were doing I think I think just uh, section attacks and platoon attacks. I think it was a section attack we were doing. And I did one, and another guy did one. So basically, I'm in charge, and there's nine other guys. They're like 18, right? And they're drunk. Some like they're, f- and they have these are eight. Listen to me. This is my job. I have nine guys. A couple of them are like decent, late 20s, but the most of them were like 17, 18, 19, like. And also it's nighttime and it's raining and it's night vision and they all have machine guns and grenades (laughs) and it's a live fire range. That's what I did that Tuesday night. And uh, so as you can imagine with a very, you know, what I determined to be a fairly not quite capable skill set, I thought it prudent to, hey, let's just, just, just relax. Let's just try and, you know, do this, get through it learn what we can't, we're not, we're not looking to impress anybody. You know what I mean? Let's just do this safely. The new guys will learn something out of it. We'll get it right. Well, Jen, at the time, uh, major or Lieutenant Colonel Iyer didn't, you know, he, ima- and, and by the way, you're shooting at imagination land. There's just targets that pop up and down. There's no incoming fire reports. There's, there's nothing like you have no, it's, it's literally pretend it's a pretend you're shooting at no one. They don't shoot back. It, you know, so it's, and he said that he imagined that our units would have been destroyed because the enemy, he imagined them doing things. Dude, like, you don't know, you don't even know what you're talking about. I can't react to something that isn't happening to me. I can't react to your fucking imagination. Uh, an 18-year-old C9 gunner can't engage a fucking flanking, you know, element that doesn't exist because he doesn't see it because it only exists in your fucking head. That, that's retarded. Is that the measure of which you judge the capability of the people under you by your own fucking imagination? Are you some kind of narcissistic fucking retard? Hey, fast forward 15 years, it turns out that's exactly what he was. Exactly. Wow. What are the odds of that? Fuck you, Wayne. The directive noted there has been a significant loss of experience and expertise with the Canadian Armed Forces, creating a requirement to recover and rebuild the organization. Real, really? Hey, man, do you think Rage is right? Do you think he's like, do you think the Canadian Forces has been hiding a fucking crisis? And they're just kind of walking it out now and saying things like, we need to make cutbacks. And there's a significant loss of experience and expertise. It's falling apart. I, th- these aren't fake people that I met for 15 years, 14 years. They tell me what's going on. And I'm like, yikes. You know, I remember, holy shit. Or I'll ask them. This is, this is accurate. It's not good. It's going down. And then there's excessive cost and delays in military procurement have become major problems. We've also given all of our money to and weapons and stockpiles and everything uh, to the Ukrainians, which has already been captured, destroyed, and repurposed by the Russians. Um, what else? Uh, everything's, basically, he's a great general. 
He's a great general. And then there was oh, something about the base housing where people were using Habitat for Humanity to live because they didn't have anywhere to go. Affordable housing was continually being raised by the troops. Well, that's funny, Wayne, because the people that made their lives unaffordable, that made their PMQs cost so much, that made them spend so much money on food and on fuel and, and not have their... Because, um, cause, hey, because, hey, Wayne... You know that you know the kids and the and the young people you're gonna go send to the fucking Ukraine to get smashed up in a Russian cauldron. Yeah, you remember them? Um, they uh they, they didn't get a 27 percent pay raise like the RCMP did, did they? They they didn't get a twenty five percent pay raise like the top doctors did, did they? Are they even making enough to keep pay? They're not. They're not making anything. They're getting strangled and destroyed just like everyone else. And you're helping that happen by supporting the regime that's making decisions, that's destroying your own soldiers. And you say what? Suck it up. You're a general. I mean, you're making millions of dollars, right? You're a piece of shit. Like you're a real, real piece of shit, aren't you? You aren't fit to wear Mark Norman's boots. That guy was in the Navy. And he's a way bigger man than you'll ever be. Man. Yeah, let's fight World War III, guys. It's going to be fine. There's nothing to worry about. Everything's under control. I love this tweet, too. Because this is, again, I remember things. I like to try to remember things. From Ryan Garretson. Whoever that is says two years and almost 100% of the unvaccinated are still here. Why does that make our government angry at us? They should be ecstatic with that news, but it exposes them for who they really are and who they represent. One day, the truth will come out. And people like, you don't understand. You know why? You know why that has 586 retweets? Because it's true. Because everyone knows that. They're, they're, you know, they showed their face, didn't they? We had this terrible pandemic. Horrible situation. We got to destroy the economy. We got to separate families. People can't go to funerals. You can't go, you know, see your dying relatives in the hospital. It's that bad. So we have this vent, and if you don't get it, you have to get it. There's nothing more important. We're willing to ruin your lives. We'll fire you from your job. We'll take your money. We'll take your education. We'll send you to family court. We will fucking absolutely turn your entire world upside down if you don't go and get this needle. Two years go by. Everybody that didn't want it, still alive. Not sick. Fine, actually. If they're good people, they're benevolent people, and they're like, no, we're, we just want, we're trying to protect you. Shouldn't they be relieved and go, oh, wow, thank God. We really thought it was going to kill. We were just trying to keep everybody safe, man. 
No, they're they're not they're not reacting that way. They still th- they, we still have to comply because that's what it's about. That's what it's always been about. It's not about safety. It's not about people getting better. It's not about protecting anyone or protecting anything or making anything better for the actual people that live here. Where their tax cattle, where their chattel, where their slaves, where their worker drone bots to work the fields and plug in the machines and and do the maintenance to keep the money flowing upstairs to the rest of them. And their only interest in keeping us alive and happy is so just enough, whatever the bottom floor is, that we keep working and keep producing for them and we don't fucking kill ourselves. That's the only, that's the fine line they're trying to find because anything better, if people are doing better, that means they're not, there's more work and more punishment and more taxes we could be taking from them. We're not maximizing our profit margins. We're not getting the best bottom line that we could, are we? So we gotta make sure we squeeze every last drop, every drop of blood out of this chicken before we kill it because if we kill it we don't have a chicken so just take as much the absolute i mean i want you to send nasa scientists down there to calculate to the micro level the abs what what is whatever is smaller than dna i want you to go to the mitochondria and tell me exactly with a one thousandth percent degree of certainty how much blood i can extricate from this fucking thing as the parasite that i am and still get away with it That's what they're doing. That's what they've always done because that's who they are. They are parasites. If they were good people that cared about you, they would be, oh my God, thank God. I guess it's over. Wow, geez. Good thing, hey? Why are they they punishing you for being alive? You're You're not being punished for being right. You're being punished because you're not doing what they tell you to do. That's why you're being punished. That's why you can't fly on planes. They took all, you did all that shit. That you, you weren't following the rules. You weren't doing what I command you. So I'm going to make it harder and harder for you. So I took, you know, coerce you. Because that's what good people do. They use coercive method, methods like uh, blackmail and extortion to force people to do what they want to do because they're good people, right? They're good people, Right? Who still believes this? Does anyone? Uh, Hellblade Deluxe says, there is no better way to enjoy a glass of whiskey and a big old dip of wintergreen cope than listening to the incoherent ramblings of a madman with a beard that has eaten more souls than Freeland's see they know I have a very good and active imagination when they say these horrible things it just they know I'm gonna I'm gonna picture it very very accurately and that is why this is all gray now thank you very much Mr. Billy some week on Tuesday says gotta get those dastardly fantasians we do we do got to get them, but we're going to have to cut. We're going to have to do some budget cuts to get there. Um, but you know what? However bad you think you have it, <laughs> we're going to wrap this up here in a few minutes. You ever really fuck up at a job? Uh, you, can, you can do some damage. Have you ever done this? <laughs> this is just... This literally made one of these websites I follow just because it's so absurd and my, it's like an episode of The Hangover. You wouldn't believe it. 
Japanese businessman loses entire city's personal data after passing out drunk on a Tuesday night. So, it says, who hasn't gone uh, all out for the random Tuesday night bender and hit the sake a little too hard? Plenty of us. When narrowing down that field to the workers who have also passed out on the street and lost a flash drive containing the personal information of nearly 500,000 people, the herd thins out a little bit. A Japanese businessman in his 40s this past week ventured out for drinks in Osaka Prefecture's industrial Amagasaki City before waking up hours later on the street. His bag containing his USB drive with the sensitive information he was carrying around was missing. The drive was encrypted, the report says, and contained the personal data of Amagasaki's 465,177 residents. <laughs> Dates of birth, addresses, bank account numbers, tax details. The man was working for a company called By... It looks like Bigotry, but it's By Prodigy, but it was probably Bigotry. He's probably from Dagalon. It's probably one of ours, Jesus Christ, who was hired by the local government to seek out who was eligible for tax exemptions. The company put out a statement this week telling we deeply apologize to the citizens of the city of Amagasakiya and all concerned for the inconvenience caused by the loss of important information. <laughs> this local city office received more than 30,000 calls in one day. <laughs> and who says there's no happy endings? Vice says, citing NHK, the uh, news outlet in Japan, said the employee found his bag and the drive near an apartment building he vaguely recalls passing by during his night out. <laughs> and you, you, almost, you almost know why. It's like if you're, if you're a religious, spiritual person, sometimes this crosses your mind where it's like, you know, God doesn't punish that guy because he's, he's an idiot. He's just an idiot, you know? He wasn't trying to hurt anybody. He wasn't stealing the data to, like, sell for to like Chinese organ harvesting, you know, companies or something, or to like Zuckerberg, so we could manipulate. You know, I was like, I, I, I just, you know, I was, man, I was uh, drinking on the town, and uh, I, I go to a town, a town, uh, have a sucky, and uh, there was a girl. Uh, things got a little bit out of our control. Blacks out. Fuck the jump drive. Oh my god, what am I gonna do? <laughs> And that's the universe's way of going, stop getting blackout drunk with other people's jump drives. All right? Don't do that again. You're not going to go away the second time because if somebody got out, it could be a lot worse. I'm letting you off easy this time. That's like the universe. This guy just got a speeding ticket from the universe. That's what that was. <laughs> he lost everyone's personal data. Whose? Everyone's. Like who? Your friends and family? Dude, the entire city. <laughs> Like what? Where they live? Every their bank account information, pictures of their kids. You know, probably right. Lucky guy. It could have been a lot worse for him. <laughs> Senior Bean says, "Come play." And NWO Pickley says, "Apparently, there is a photo of me passed out in front of the Bison statue in Wainwright, Alberta, but at least I didn't fuck up that bad, right?" Whatever the worst day... <laughs> Holy shit! Oh my god, I am a fired. Yeah, ritual seppuku! Yeah. I have disgraced my family! No, yeah. <laughs> I love that Japanese people are cool as fuck. 
They're fucking badass. Um, <laughs> just gets blackout drunk, loses the entire city's data. What? Oh, okay. Is that all you did? No big deal. Holy shit! What a mess. So it could be worse. You could be. You could be that guy, right? You want to leave on a lie. And you know what? It all worked out for him in the end, didn't it? I think it did. So, that being said, there's only two things left to do. One of them is we got to leave. We got to do our, our going away ritual. But there's one other thing. And I'm trying to remember how I'm going to do it. How I'm going to pull it off. It involves a certain article of clothing. What I'm going to need is... I'm going to need some kind of springboardy topic. I'm going to need something from you. I need help. <laughs> Maybe. This isn't helping. This is just yelling coat. That doesn't... <laughs> I'm going to try YouTube. Maybe these people are better. Nope, nothing over there. Just. What did I talk about earlier? There's got to be something I can, I can uh, retread on. <laughs> I already know. Don't worry about it. I got it. I got it. <clears throat> now. Oh, no. Let's uh, show you something here. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you a secret here. But don't tell anybody about this, right? I'm just gonna show you because you're here and I think you're cool. But don't tell anybody else about this. Down here on the bottom, bottom, bottom drawer. You know what's down here? The super weapon. I'm gonna. It's just gotta be done every once in a while because we've all got questions, we've all got things that we don't understand about the world that we live in, and without, if we didn't have some guy, some creepy guy, that always did the same thing, walked a few feet forward and put his right hand in his pocket and he would tell you an ominous, you know, questions that you should be very afraid of the world you live in. What kind of world would we be in if we, had a, if we didn't have that? the tail end of the end of the country of Canada. A competition was constructed on the grounds of the Parliament building in which two prominent pig-like creatures, otherwise known as human beings and leaders of their respected people, would engage in a deadly eating competition. One man had an affinity for endless amounts of butter and another strange, large, pig-like fat woman could eat so much cheesecake 
that she could sink an aircraft carrier simply by standing on the flight deck. Later in the air, they engaged in what became the big food eat-off. And what happened next was something that all Canadians do remember. And likewise, all of them wish that they did not. Coming up next, the gruesome and horrible tale of the great Canadian big fat gut explosion of 2022. This is Unsolved Bigotries. fucking nailed it phil we fucking nailed it good job bro good job did you guys not figure this out like i when you know i always say like i don't remember doing these i black out this none of this is me this is telepathic i just this is a satanic ritual i just kind of just zone out and he just i'm being manipulated by him but look he's got a little baby tie on isn't he cute look oh he's just a little rascal you know what's the big deal <laughs> he is the man behind the curtain that's how it's gonna be well i'm gonna sweat to death in this coat it's nearly july 251 thank you guys again so much for for your continued support and um and everything you do for me and um i can't thank you enough and and thank you so much for for Believing in, in, in me and the things that I believe in and putting your collective effort and weight behind people like, you know, James Top and Vets for Freedom and, and all those people and, and, and each other, more importantly. And having the courage to step out of your comfort zone and, and do something different and go out there and, and meet each other and find your friends and, and commit to um, doing the best you can with a changing, difficult situation. Once you acknowledge what it is and something's got to be done, you'll be surprised the amount of power and momentum you can build for yourself by, by not giving up and pursuing things um, that you believe in. And you'll, and you'll find the people that, that you're meant to be near. And um, it'll take care of itself. But the difference is you have to choose the courageous path. You have to choose the hard path. We all know the difference between right and wrong. We know what we should do. We know what we could do. And we know how you know the, the most epic versions of ourselves could be. But very few of us have the, you know, myself included, the, the courage or the guts to even to do those things. It's not that easy. You can't just do it. And that's what, that's what makes it special. Because we all could, but only some of us do. Only some of us take up, take up that challenge and go, I'm going for it. It's like you're going to try and swim across the English Channel. Like, are you out of your mind? Like, very few people make it. It's like, yeah, I don't care. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for it. Those are the people that are that are growing and becoming stronger and and becoming um, smarter and more in tune with themselves and each other and and getting strength out of doing the right thing. They're they're gaining forward momentum in doing the right. And you're, you're against people that are doing the opposite. They're doing the weak thing, the cowardly thing, the the the, the backstabby, slimy, greasy, selfish, uh, inward-looking thing for themselves. 
And like, you know, like I said, there's a right way and there's a wrong way. And they're not doing it the right way. <laughs> I gave an example. You know, what would you have liked to see? The, what, what should the prime minister have done? I told you. I, that is my honest opinion. That is my honest take. If he'd done that, that would have rocked the world. That would have been like the Gettysburg Address. That would have been insane. That would have taken the biggest guts and balls and courage. And, and the reason people get courage to do epic things is not because of selfishness. To be selfish and want something for yourself, that's not enough fuel. That's not a firepower. That's not enough to make you want to basically like, I could be destroyed if I do this. That's not enough because you're selfish. You're not going to destroy yourself for your own selfishness. But it's, it's only people that are selfless and, and willing to be inspired and say, I'll do whatever it takes to make this happen, even if I don't live to see the result of it. That's where it, it takes real courage to pursue something like that. And that's a powerful thing. And they don't have it. They're not doing anything courageous. Everything they do is weak and cowardly and, and pitiful. Which indicates that they're weak and cowardly, pitiful people. So really... Just because they have a ton of money and control, for now, it's waning by the day. But they're, they're, would you rather them be strong and capable and cunning people? They're not. They're weak, pathetic, and pitiful. Meaning they can definitely be beaten. And, and they are being beaten. All we have to do is keep doing what we're doing. I think I played this last time, didn't I? Did I play this song last time? I think I did. That can't be. That's that's blasphemy. It's great, though. I'm switching because I don't. I think I did this one already. Chris, Jason, thank you very much. Jaded Mandarin, thank you very much. Cow Punch and Dirtbag, thank you very much. Thank you all you guys over there on Rumble for your continued support. Your lifesavers, I can't say enough. The rest of you guys as well. Um, tomorrow's the day. It's over. The Topinator arrives. To Do you understand? Do you fucking understand? He marched from Vancouver, dude. He marched across a continent in the wintertime in February. People would say it's impossible, it can't be done, he's never gonna make it. He's finished tomorrow. He's like a Greek legend. And all of you are too for being here and being on the team and being part of this and having the guts to, uh, at, at the very least, face reality and accept it for what it is and not shy away from it and hide like a fucking bitch and hide in the movies and hide in the games and pretend none of it's happening. That's cowardly. And none of you are doing that, and I, you know, salute all of you everywhere from there and up and in between. You guys fucking kick ass. Some weekends and Tuesdays, NWO Pickley, Senior Bean, Hellbilly Deluxe, Chelsea, Kieran Kanzler, Sir Toast, BGP, Jesus Kretzky.
Anderson, Paladin, won't hold still. Pear, Cam is key. Grills, cheese, poop up ladder, the DSS evidence. Fisher of men. Yeah. Uh, full draw scops, hey yo! Uh, CRJ, the Blue Taco, True North Anarchy, Buy Seeds, Hypnagosia, Tasamigola, NYC Bit, Booker T, Brook, Brooker T, sorry, Knight Rider the Third, Joseph Call, Blams, Haley Lonigan, Zadiza, Short and Long, Godzilla Unchained, you made this! Lynn Blue Taco, thank you so much, guys. I appreciate your support, and uh, please go support VeteransForFreedom.ca, CanadaMarches.ca. Go throw them a couple of dollars. They're going to be there all summer on your behalf, trying to talk some sense into the Cirques, like the madmen that they are at Camp Eagle. Boys and girls, and all you guys out there, I salute you. You're my fucking heroes. Pro Patria. Infinite resolve. No surrender. No prisoners. My life's out I'll see you on the beach, guys. Love you. Cheers. Take care of each other. RagingDistant.com. All the shit. Happy, happy Canada Day. Fuck the commies. Cope and Steve. Let's go. No, Phil, that's why that's why we couldn't take you. Because you're you're what we call a wild card in the business. Yeah. Yeah, you're kind of a kind of a character. Fine. I mean, I'll you're all right. I know you put work into these kinds of things, you think about it. And you know what? I do appreciate your ruthless brutality. That's why we get along, dude. Like I acknowledge A, because I'm a human with a soul, that you're an evil, you know, entity. But you know what? You were made that way. You didn't get you didn't choose to be what you are, right? And I'm telling you, as far as evil entities go, you're a really great evil. I mean, you're good at it. You're really good at being an evil entity. Like I'm impressed. You're not like some bitch ass poltergeist at my dad's house. You're not you're not like uh, I mean, you're you're seriously scary. I mean, you're really impressive. So good for you, man. Like I support I mean, you are you know, the universe needs you because you exist. You wouldn't exist if the universe didn't want you here. You know, the universe doesn't want you. It kills you. That's how it works. So let, let's see it. Show me what you're... Okay, so show me... If, if there was no James Top, there's no anything, what was your plan B? Let's see it. Uh, let's put it up on the screen. I don't mind at all. Oh. No, Phil, this is not... Uh, Phil. Phil, this is a field in Saskatchewan with all the political leaders tied up in a hay bale, staring down a combine. Phil, is that you driving the combine? What are you going to do? Oh, my God. He's going to run them off. Oh, Phil, just 
Oh my god! Oh my god, he's not even going fast! It's in first gear! He's running them over in first gear! It's everywhere! Oh, it's on me! It's on me! It's in my mouth! It's in my mouth! Oh, who was that? <laughs> Phil! Oh my god, he's going back in reverse! I didn't- they can go in reverse? Is this a custom combine that goes in reverse? Oh my god, Phil! Bang me! Bang me! I ain't no fortune!